Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Welcome to Budrain, a podcast about sexy vampires. We're pumped. Got so pumped. We're, oh. pump, we're oh, pumpers. So we're a couple of pumpers. They, you know what? Uh, we would have been a great addition to this film. This is one of the first times yeah. I ever watched a movie and been like, I should have been in this. Yeah, Adam. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell any of these honkies apart. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, this is this is the first time in a very long time when I was like, I don't know if I've ever heard a person's name in this movie. Yeah, except for and, the the writer, the uh, the fastidious yeah, writer and character. Rain and Rain, yes, of course. Yeah, the, so good, good, good policy, good, good way to make a movie. Make it uh, shoot it really dark. Make everybody look and dress the same, and don't use anybody's names. You can't even tell who's a vampire and who's not in this movie. No, you don't know who the really, fuck is anybody. Because once again. There seems to be no advantage to being a vampire. Right. The vampires get <laughs> shot by bullets and die, and it's like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, That's what ha- that happens a lot in this film. It does. They get shot but by it, bullets I, and die. Yeah. There is absolutely no way to follow the plot of this movie. Uh, which really is, of course, isn't. Yeah. Blood Rain 2 Deliverance. Deliverance. It had the audacity to be subtitled. Because it's the name of the town that they were allowed to film in. <laughs> My my assumption is that they found a town that had deliverance on a sign, and they're like, well, that's the movie. Well, your assumption is probably not wrong. As stupid as it is, it's probably yeah. not wrong, because I watched a behind-the-scenes featurette, because I had a little extra time this morning, and right. I learned that the screenwriters showed up to set and were told, this is the location, write it to fit this. Yeah, that checks out. As in, like... And like the the interview with them was like on set they were writing the script. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you can that's tell. what we're dealing with. Yeah. That's you what we're dealing tell. with here. Yeah. 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 yeah I boy. All right. Boy, this is a direct to DVD. Two thousand nine. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah. This movie is so bad the, that it it almost isn't like like this is definitely a thing we wouldn't talk about if we didn't love pain so much. Yes, like this is you, an unremarkable <laughs> film. It's it's not even just that it's, it's not even good bad. It's like just like what? This like, movie is so bad. I had trouble yeah. opening the DVD. <laughs> like I the they had that sleeve and the sleeve was glued to the DVD. Yeah. So you couldn't get it out of the sleeve. Yeah. And I just tore the sleeve off. I ripped it off. Yeah. Uh and then there's an ad for the movie Postal. Uh, that they make you watch, and, and that's depressing. It was the most. Uh, that was the most violent and satisfying thing that happened in the whole process of this film. Yeah. Was you ripping that DVD cover? Oh, open. absolutely. <laughs> the credits are straight out of an iDVD menu. Yeah, I was. Th- gonna those say, credits were 
a you, bummer. You can't do lazier than that. Like you really yeah. can't. It's like it's literally just here's a here's a still of a western town, and like before we show it to you, we're gonna do a like a kind of a lazy camera pan over it, and then here's yeah. the wide, and they did that over and over. Here's lazy camera pan, and it's like here's in sepia. It, yeah, and sepia the font tones. was so basic. Yeah, it was instantly like you could instantly tell the budget had, was considerably lower. Oh yeah, than a movie that already had a bad. Like a low budget, it couldn't have been more than to five, like been five million dollars. I'd be shocked. Oh man, yeah, I'd be shocked. Yeah, I, I, I could see it costing like a million. Like it just feels so fucking. The biggest star they have is the one of the kids from a Christmas story. Yeah, Scott Farkas. Scott yeah. Farkas is the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, that's the bad guy who is Billy the Kid. Yeah, a hundreds-year-old. Uh, vampire from Transylvania. Okay, yeah, you know Billy Kid with his classic Transylvanian accent. Wow, what I, I couldn't figure out what exactly happened here. Like it took me a little while to realize, oh, this guy's Billy the Kid. Yeah, and it took me even longer to realize, wait, they're presuming that he's from Transylvania. Yeah, like they never the say it. Yeah, it's like, do they say it? Do at they the say end, that? at the end, she goes to Tombstone. <laughs> and it's another like famous gang of va- that are vampires, and it's like, what yeah. world are you writing here? Yeah. Well, he's trying to Tarantino it, right? Like he's trying to retro. Yeah, I guess retro vamp it. You know, he's trying to yeah. revamp history. That's yeah. what he's doing, and it's. Uh, I would say it's not working. No, I would say yeah. it's not working either. I would say it's not working much. Uh, yeah, I. My first note was this film is much much worse from the very first frame. Yep. Like, in yep. terms of just quality of image, quality of writing, oh, quality of acting. Do you mean the credits, or do you mean, like, the actual film, it looked like it was shot on, like, 16 millimeter. Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yes. It, yeah. It was it not is lit grainy well. and yeah. shitty. The location is not picturesque. It's, like, very rudimentary. Like, it's the kind of thing that, like, a student film would be stoked they got this town. Yes. You know? And it very much feels like a student film in that yeah. they whip out almost every Wild West trope, even if it doesn't yeah. feel appropriate. Correct. They, they, they're like, we got a Western town. Ooh, the bumbling reporter. Let's get him front and center. And it's like, oh, no. Yeah. I was I like, that's in one movie that I know of. And it was like a, a little bit in that movie. You know? Yeah. Why do you feel like, why are we building the whole film yeah. around this character? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't, yeah. Uh, it's it's a reporter from Chicago who's like, I need a Wild West story. And then the vampires are like, here's your story, pal. And they like let him live to like tell the story, which is weird. Why? Considering that Why? his plan is to secretly turn everybody into vampires. Yeah, it, it well, doesn't make sense. I, I mean, first of all, you've leapt ahead of so many things to even make that point. Uh, you're right. completely right. He, I would say if I had to wager who has the most lines in the movie, I think it's that writer. Yeah, it might like I, be. I think that writer has the most lines in the movie. Uh, yeah, why? I mean, <laughs> why? That's so dumb. I don't uh, know, man. Yeah, yeah. Why any of this? Yeah, why? Yeah, any, so, right, why? Uh, why all, all right. of it? Yeah. <laughs> so right. to go through this, it starts with like a like a Weasley family, like a bunch of Weasleys, and. Uh, <laughs> They uh, <laughs> like they're they, in a they, they're in a cabin someplace. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. shacked up in a cabin for the winter, you know, struggling with hear, life. Right? Yeah, yeah. They hear the horses freaking out, and he's like, "That damn bear's back," <laughs> and leaves. Right. Uh, and then no noises from outside, and then the wife is like, one. "I better go out." Yeah. 
and oh no, the wife hears whooshing. Right, like, like yeah. whooshing, <laughs> like ghoulish whooshing. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's what's like, that? I'll go check it out. The kids are like, we better get under the bed. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's going on? Yeah, Is what it do the you bear? <laughs> do you think it's the bear or not? Is that Has a the bear, bear learned to fly? Right. Yeah. You know. Okay. So that leads up to that leads to my very first massive question. There's going to be a few. My okay. first one is: Does everybody know what vampires are in this world this time? I like. Don't, do we? Know they seem about? to. They, they do. seem to. Yeah. yeah. They. When do we get to the to. recruitment section, which is boy, a lot of questions for the recruitment <laughs> section. <laughs> yeah. But yep. she seems to just go. I need you to help me hunt vampires, and people go. Oh, okay. Uh yes, that is a they need. Don't I see it. that. Yeah. Right. So like that means so so then retrofitting this that knowledge to this moment. So they must have known vampires because of the whooshing sound. Right? I guess. Yeah. Right? They must have known that, and right? They're like, damn, it's those damn vampires. It's vampires yeah. again. Stay, like, well, there's a yeah, there's a lot of mm, why is Blood Rain connected to this town at all? Uh, Later yeah, she's bro. like, I'm here looking for my friends, and I'm like, Your friends. That's number two. That's the big question yeah. number two. Why is she even here? Uh, yeah, why yeah. are the vampires even there? Right. Why is this their plan? So the, the idea <laughs> right. is this town of deliverance is building a railroad. And yeah. by building, I mean a shot of people um, smashing uh, pickaxes against an already built railroad. <laughs> Did you notice that? <laughs> it was, it's amazing. It's it was, amazing. It was like, man, you really think the audience is very, very dumb. Like, yeah. like, like, oh, that's how railroads are built. Just hitting, yeah. hitting a railroad that's already it's, there. <laughs> it's not only a completely built railroad, it's like ingrown. Yeah. It's, like it's clearly old. like time worn. Yeah. yeah. And they just have people slamming a pickaxe against random parts of the railroad. It's like, the, not even like <laughs> the right areas. It's the opposite of how all their weapons should be. It's like yeah. the railroad is sort of how their weapons should be aged, used, seen a fight or two. The yeah, railroad exactly. should be brand spanking new, and it's the opposite. They traded places. It's amazing. Yeah, it really is so, amazing. Yeah. 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 So these Weasleys, are their parents are killed, and then Billy the Kid comes in uh, and uh, steals the kids. Very anime. Like He's got a very yes. anime, never looking at camera for like for the first half. He really and, is. He has that anime like stance and like this yeah. big edgelord hat. Yep. P- hiding his eyes from camera. So yep. you're like, what does he really look like? And you know that you're going to find out when Spike finally gets there or whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know? Oh, should know that Billy tries several chairs too in this <laughs> house. He like sits on the bed and starts talking and Felt then gets unsatisfied. Up and somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> he just was like, that's not comfortable enough for this speech. I need to get comfortable. Uh, he does a lot of speeches from chairs, by the way. That's not the only time he does it. No. He does it incredibly at the very well, end of the film. He uh, saw the first Blood Rain and was like, to be like Ben Kingsley, uh, I must sit. Thank you for saying that. In the behind the scenes, the actor oh, no. said, this is the only part where I can say I'm better than Ben Kingsley. I what? did better than Ben. Yes, he says it. All- Dude, it's on your DVD. If you haven't thrown it into the sun yet, go check that shit out. It's there, bro. <laughs> is it because because Ben Kingsley clearly didn't give a shit? Yeah. So is this actor like jokes on Ben Kingsley? I did better than I him here. I tried hard and really needed yes. this part. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, he doesn't say that, but that's absolutely what's implied. 
amazing. Yeah, it's one it's of amazing things, like, that they're like we're sticking it to the first blood rain with this one. Yeah, they all say in the behind the scenes, oh, the, we we didn't even watch the first blood rain. Like we don't care. It has nothing to do with this. And That's it's so like, funny. Why? <laughs> like, should, why? Yeah. Do you yeah. think this is better? That's amazing. I love it when a bad film like dunks on a marginally better film. It reminds me of like when that Terminator Genesis was like, we're rewriting everything from T2. Forget T2. And it's like, really? That's a huge mistake. That's a good movie. Yeah, Yeah, don't do that. Uh, Don't do that. I would say this film is almost the same in quality as the first one. Like it has less money and it has worse casting, but ultimately, is it really that much worse? I'd say no. No, it's all the same. Yeah, it's it's all it's it's all the same. Yeah, both films feel like they understand the broad strokes of a plot, but they don't understand how to make it work. Like again, it's 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 a classic western. It's oh, um, stranger comes into town. um, There's a there's a bad presence in the town. You know, it, it it's like, oh, the town, it's like, it's like the quick and the dead, you know, right. where it's like, oh, it's run by a madman. Uh, and then you're cast out and you have this low point and you're in your nurse back to health for no good reason. And then you're like, I got to put together a crew of outcasts. The outcasts get together and you go back into the town to save the town. It's all those broad strokes. It's just it. They don't know how to actually execute it. Yeah. You just that. don't care about it as opposed to yeah. other films where you do. Yeah, you know? because they don't pay any attention to the, their actual characters. Yeah, you don't know who anybody is. You don't know who anybody yeah. is or what they want. I, I, I could not name, except for Billy the Kid, uh, I could not name a single character's actual want. Maybe right. the writer, too. The writer oh, and Billy I don't, the Kid. I don't quite understand Billy the Kid's want. Uh, I, I don't I either. Get, I don't so either. I, I get the broad idea of what he's doing, but so what we're setting up here is that he kidnaps the kids, and then they show him kidnap other kids. And what we later learn... Man, I think I wrote it down. Is they say they say his plot, which is to um, to use the train station to be a breeding hub for all to make vampires spread across the United States. Yes, that's the idea. Yes, and so then they say, and it should be noted, he's not just kidnapping the kids; he's killing the parents. And then someone says, some of the parents, not all of them. Some some of the parents, yeah. But they say he has to keep things looking normal. That's why he took all those kids hostage. And I was like, what? Dude, and, and then yeah. and I thought they were setting up like, oh, yeah, he he's using the kids at leverage so the people in the town have to act normal. But then someone adds, yeah, so they have something to feed on while they wait. So he's not – like at first I was like, oh, he's taking the kids hostage to be like, everybody act like you're normal or I'll kill your kids. But then he's just eating the kids. So uh, that's – that honestly, I swear to God, Dave – this is the first time I've ever thought, is this like a coded metaphor for pedophilia? Like, it actually <laughs> entertained it. Like, actually entertained, that might be what this film is trying to say. I have no idea. It, because if it it's is, like, it, it, it's not a good one. Well, but dude, think about what he's doing. He's staying alone with these kids. He's clearly abusing these kids. And everybody says and looks away. Like, nobody does anything or says anything about it. They all just like, sure, right. no problem. At like, the end... Spoilers! At the end, the kids get returned, and one of the kids says something like to her mom, "Sally didn't make it," and the mom just goes, "I know, honey, I know." Right? And like, then, and then it's like, so we're not gonna mourn the kids, huh? Yeah, they just did not like. So this was like such a heartless film, yeah. Uh, f- like toward children, like you watch children get killed several yes, times, and it's you like, do. what? Are, why are we watching this? Uh, and like, I just, I just couldn't. It's not. Get it, I couldn't get it out of my upsetting. head. It's just like. 
It's well, just like, what a waste. I was more upset by the child actors having to be involved. Yes. Like, it's just like, yes. oh, I don't want, I don't bring kids into your shitty blood movie. I don't movie. See this. Yeah. These kids probably think they're in a real movie, and then they're going to be so bummed when they actually see the movie that came out. I thought, see, I found it a little troubling because, like, the point of view of the person making it, it was troubling. Like, just the way that the children were being depicted and used was, I, I just thought it was very disturbing. Like, it legitimately, is. It's weird. like, why are you doing this? And, like, no, yeah. Yeah, it just, it, it, yeah, it really, it, 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 yeah, it laid again, bad for not, me the whole time. It's not bad. disturbing, like, like, I don't know. Um, hereditary. It's not disturbing where it's like here's a disturbing depiction of a kid dying, because it's it's not believable or good. It's more again disturbing in the sense that it's just like ah, get away from the kids. Movie. Yeah, don't do get this. away from these kids. Yeah, but also and also like think about what you're saying. You know what I mean? Think yeah. about what you're trying to like what you're trying to say with this film. Because he didn't. It doesn't feel like you know. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, why I started yeah. to think like, is this actually is this guy telling on himself? Because this is a very weird thing for Billy the Kid to do. Yeah, right. No, it, it yeah, and it's also nonsense. Right. It, it's such because again, just to be clear, their plan is to convert the town into vampires and then create like a vampire uh, uh, stop that like converts people on the train. Uh, first of all. Why do vampires want to create a bunch of other vampires? That doesn't seem right. Yeah, like does uh, he mind control them all? Is he like king of the thralls here? I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, they. Right. I think they say an army. But then his plan is kidnap all the kids just to have snacks. And it's like, <laughs> right. why? Right. And, he, and he's like, that way people won't notice that the town uh, is run by vampires. And it's like, oh, I think they'll notice even more if you're killing all their kids. Yeah, like, I, yeah. right. I, like, as far as I know in human history, that's one of the ways to drive a town crazy. Right. Is to take and murder all their children. <laughs> like, right. I don't think that's going to play, man. Uh, no. Yeah. It's like the most noticeable uh, population to steal. Like, right. if he was stealing, like, the homeless or, like, the drunks or something like that, the disenfranchised, I'd go, oh, I get it. There's a Star Trek TNG episode where they do that. Like, that would make sense, but they're not doing that. Yeah, even the sex workers would have made sense. Like, right. Like, there's so many groups of people that you could have picked that would have made it more innocuous. He picked the worst right. possible one. Right. Uh, and Or yeah. at least would have made it so that they're like, yeah, see, they thought no one would notice. They didn't respect this group of people. But children, yeah, that's a, that's a, a big red flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Uh, yeah. I would say that was the thing that that uh, was the least thought through and worst thing about this movie to me. Yeah, like that that I thought like just right up top like this is not this is really bad. He should not have done this. It's uh, really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. But we're and not also, even at that. Yet. We're not even at. No, go ahead, please, Dave. Yeah, let's get us on on the. No, rails. we're we're still on the journalist where um. <laughs> so we they set up like an interview with a vampire situation where Billy the Kid hypnotizes yeah. the mayor who's just like oh my my house is your house. Um, I think he hypnotizes him and just like takes over the town. Uh, the reporter tries to interview him immediately, and he's just like, "I just want to say what's happening here." And again, doesn't doesn't make sense. This is supposed to be something he's doing in secret, uh, Billy the Kid. And then he says, and he lets him live and says, "Bear witness to the greatest story ever told." The greatest and I, story yeah. ever told. I wrote, I wrote that down. I doubt that. I yeah. highly doubt that. I wrote yeah. that. Yeah, I wrote, you bold maybe shouldn't call his shot so hard. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe maybe want to call it a little softer than that. Right. Uh, but of course, it wouldn't be him if he didn't. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's My God. Yeah. So by just a quick note, the mayor the mayor chickened out is what happened. The mayor oh, okay, like, looks him in the he face. Makes, yeah, he looks at him. There's like a noise. And I was like, is he hypnotizing him? What's going on here? Right. It's not clear because they do start to give uh, Billy the Kid actual magic powers toward the end of the film. Yeah. Uh, they never give you uh, a broad, you know, parentheses around what he can and can't do. And this is yeah. the first time they seem a little more magic than they did in the first one. A little more, but... He um, does. Like, okay, I, I do want to establish this. What happens in this part is the mayor, whoever runs the town, does the classic, like, draw and shoots Billy the Kid and shoots him in the chest many times, and Billy the Kid doesn't even flinch. I want to bring that up now because it's important for the end. Uh, well, because so why bullets, doesn't it kill him? Yeah, why right. Why not him specifically? Well, they yeah, they say, they say he's like a special boy. Right. Uh, and so they've established bullets don't even hurt him. Right. right, right. That's what they've established. That's right. <laughs> they did. Spoilers. Yeah. They don't hurt him unless they need them to hurt him. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is a plot bullet, sir. I hope you're yeah. <laughs> so take off your plot bulletproof vest. <laughs> that that is exactly what it's it's completely ludicrous. Uh, the other thing that happens in this section that was I thought confusing is that he bites and it seems like kills the sheriff. Right, and the sheriff yeah. is the only character up to this point who I was like, "Well, that guy—he's overacted, but at least he's fun. Like he's a fun character. He ta- like right. he leaves the saloon and talks about how he's going to go to sleep with his rifle—a thing that I was like, well, <laughs> with any other movie that would be funny. In this movie, it could be actually happening. <laughs> Not right. sure what he means. And then he gets bitten by Billy the Kid, and he slumps over. And I'm like, oh, they killed the sheriff. And then a couple scenes later, nope, the sheriff's just now." with Billy the Kid, and it never really establishes... They never show him, like, turn. He is a vampire now, yes. So we yeah. don't know for sure that that's what happened. I mean, I assumed he was I a vampire. Too. yes. But, like, show the scene, because uh, you establish rules. You know what I mean? Of like, course. Like, later someone says, like, it'll turn you, if you as long as they don't rip your throat out or something. But, like, they never... I don't know. Man... Yeah, he also bites the kids, and the kids don't turn, and they die. Right. So when he bites yeah. a kid, they die. He like we see a bunch of people get bit. He the sheriff's the only one I think that we see get bit that also survives. Right. And so you know, of course, like I've seen vampire stuff before, so I assumed that he had turned. But, but again, like, when other people don't turn, then you're it's like, like what okay, are the well, yeah. again, it's th- so. Uh, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but Blood Rain shoots someone. And they vampire crumble. And she says she mumbles something. By the way, I couldn't fucking understand a word anybody was saying. Yep. She has a toothpick right. in her mouth half the time. And I was like, <laughs> take the fucking toothpick out of your mouth so I can hear what you're saying. She mumbles something about garlic and holy water after she shoots this vampire and he crumbles. And she says something like, eh, that'll do it. So like, oh, okay. So you rubbed like garlic and holy water on your bullet. Right. So they establish a rule just like they do with biting the, the, the sheriff. And then they completely ignore that rule for well, the rest of the movie. So and it's like, well, why even have the rule then? So, so this is what I think. This is where I think the logic is supposed to have gone. Now I'm okay. ready to. I'm ready to admit with you, Dave, that it was butchered and left for dead on the side of the street. I'm willing yeah. to admit that right up top. I think the reason that they recruited the priest at the end of the film was because off camera he's blessing and holy watering and garlicking all the okay. bullets. 
Okay, I think yeah. that's what's happening. But there's a point where a random lady shoots a vampire, uh, <laughs> and that vampire dies. Like <laughs> it's the lady with like a rifle who's not involved in their gang whatsoever. She's so, just like, around. Did, yeah. So like, did the priest sneak into the town and bless every bullet he could find <laughs> secretly? Yeah. The Gatling gun also shoots people. Yeah. That was the was Gatling their Gatling gun, gun yep. first. Uh, so it's a mess. It's a real mess. Yeah. I think that was what they were trying to do. Is what, yeah. Is, yeah. Just saying. There's that. a lot they were trying to do. <laughs> they really gave it the old college try, Dave. Uh, really or, did. counterpoint, did they? <laughs> did they try? No, they didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So this this baffling sequence ends, <laughs> ends with Billy the Kid in a Transylvanian accent leading the insipid cowardly mare into a room uh, with a with the writer accent. yeah exactly and it's like oh so nefarious shit's gonna happen and then with no context whatsoever in comes uh 2022 or 2012 dressed woman in a leather jerkin with a bare midriff with her we're talking double about blood swords. right now yeah and it's All like right, i know who she is first but it's question like, what? about bl- yeah. yeah yeah first question i wrote about blood raid is she cold or not? She has to be cold. There's no way she I, couldn't be. Well, I just mean the character because she shows up oh, in like emotionally this cold. Big, yeah. Well, no, no. I'm like I mean in that outfit. Cold. She has to I, be. Yeah. But oh no, I know she is in the outfit. I'm asking like, does she think she's cold or not? Because oh. she's wearing this like big fuller fur coat and then like under it a belly shirt, and it's like so. Which is it, lady? Are yeah. you cold or not? Because you're not dressed appropriately for any temperature. Like yeah. you, you. There's no temperature that you are dressed for. Right She's now. not dressed appropriately for anything. Not <laughs> or any era. time period. Yeah. Not any <laughs> activity. Not nothing. She's she is a, a complete disaster from moment one. She's yeah. she's running around with those double fucking baton swords on her back that barely get used. <laughs> but she also has guns. And then like they want they they write, have her ride in in slow motion. And then my favorite filmmaking thing. And I I wish Abe was here because Abe would know exactly why this is dumb. But they show a bunch of shots of the horse's hooves like running in slow motion as though here comes right. the hero. But the horse is clearly not running in the slow motion shots. So it looks <laughs> like they just got the horse walking and then cut to it's at a full gallop. And it's like, bro, that's clearly not <laughs> that's clearly not the thing. You didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, and it's bad filmmaking in the funniest way. It uh, is. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Just uh, no they... context for her. None. <laughs> None. And again, I can't stress this. She is wearing a modern leather jacket. Like a like right yes leather jackets exist existed in then. the West but right. not this leather jacket no not like not like the Matrix she looks like a Matrix trench character yeah and it's like, like there's it's clearly like just like modern sewing on it it reminds me of later the priest eats a cracker that I think is supposed to be like Body of Christ right but it's a modern factory made cracker <laughs> it's like it's like a graham cracker like it yeah. has the it, you can see where it's like the perforated part that right. was like like that only and, a machine could got, make. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's and it's like you couldn't find like you couldn't even like order like an like a like you can order those like church crackers. Like you can order yeah. those. Right, a disc that is like yeah. a shapeless disc and it would have been but fine. They clearly were like, "Oh, like the writer thought of it on the day and they're like, "Fuck, what do we have? Craft services. What do we have?" And they just grabbed one of those thick modern crackers. Okay. Uh, how about though? How about though, Dave? The fact that she wears makeup. 
That's another <laughs> massive problem. Right. Which she, it looks you could so argue dumb, that though. Yeah, you could argue that's in a lot of movies, but f- what you're describing is like makeup. She's like she looks makeup. like she works at Hot Topic. Yes, she looks. Yes, yeah. she does. Yes, yeah. yes, she looks like she's she looks like she's going out for a fun night with her friends. That's yeah. what she. And it's like this is because they have other women in this film that are period appropriate in terms of makeup and hair and stuff. Yeah, and she's no, coming she's, strolling in from the future. You know, right. That's the thing. She's supposed to be like this immortal creature, but like that would mean you'd be more like the past, right. not like the exactly. fucking future. She's like a fucking time lord in Yeah, this. she's like fucking Blade. You know, yeah. she's she's yeah, it's 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 really dumb. Yeah. Uh, re- it yeah. stands way way out. And and it's like just so unfortunate for her because it's the kind of thing where even if she'd been great in this film or if it had been a great film, it's you're set up to fail with something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're really subtracted from the character right away with those decisions. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. This also led to some some of my major, my second and third major questions. So you asked a great one. My next one is, so wait a minute. Does she not age? Does she never die? How no, does she's a vampire. Work? No, she's yeah. not a vampire. She's half human, half she's vampire. She's a daywalker, yes. So what does but that mean? But I think mean? the implication is immortality, right? The fact that she's in the Old West... Then uh, okay, it must why, be that she's immortal. Why does she age when she's a child in the first one? Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know, man. Because <laughs> vampires. I mean, Listen, I know. I know. I'm picking movie. at the. I know. <laughs> but you're I right. know what I'm doing. I think the uh, so this is this is when you know vampire. Because here's the thing about vampires. To me, are it's it's the same as sci-fi, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is that, like, like when you when sci-fi is done good. They think about all the angles, right? When it's done bad, like like Marvel with the multiverse, they don't care. They, they yada yada it, and, they and yada, that yada, always yes. that always bothers me because sci-fi, the best part of it, is picking it apart. It's like thinking of all the angles, and when a writer clearly doesn't care, then it bugs me. It's the same thing as like in the movie Interview with the Vampire. They actually deal with that fact. They say, "Oh, this girl is a little girl forever," right? And it it's drives great. me nuts. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. This it's just like ah, she stops aging, aging when she's like twenty something, even, and then that's that. Even it's like, Twilight, okay. even Twilight goes yeah. to the trouble of explaining how it works. Like yeah, where we, they say they stop aging at a certain point, right? Yeah, they it takes them seven years to become full fledged adults, and then they live forever conveniently. But, yeah, and like certainly, did Dave and I dunk on it? Of course we did. We did our patriotic duty. But like, yeah. this is even worse, where you don't even explain it. No, they don't explain you know? shit. <laughs> Right. So like that brings up the third question I had, which it's this comes like right after they're like uh like she gets like a little bit of information from who the fuck is that cowboy? That's my third question. Who the fuck when is she, that cowboy? Oh, is she this meets? when she shows up? So yeah. this was the funniest thing. So she's dressed like she works at Hot Topic. That's she right. show, shows up at I believe the Weasley farm. Is that where this I is? I think supposed that's to where be? she is. Yeah. I think that's And right. she's like, I'm looking for some friends and I'm like, You are not friends with those people. Why yeah. would you be? Fr- what were you gonna do? Were you gonna hang out with the Weasleys? That's what correct. Are you, are you gonna you gonna work on the farm? Like what? What business right. could you possibly have with this like old timey Western family? What was Rain doing ten days before this? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, she's, what was Rain doing ten years before this? Yeah, she's no got idea. fucking soul caliber blades that yeah. she's bringing. That's the other thing. Like, I would believe it if she was like dressed like a human. And was like, oh, I'm going to go see these people. I saved their life or they saved my life a while ago. If they explained it for a fucking minute, 
And they showed that she was like clearly on vacation, but she shows up like ready to fight vampires. Like I was just here to visit my friends. And it's like, no, you weren't. How could you possibly be? That is a lie. Like I do not believe that. You're right. This movie needed a sequence where like she was in a shootout with such and such or whatever, killing the last vampire in this area. Right. Like, like she's an assassin from Assassin's Creed. And then she gets a carrier pigeon or she runs into somebody. It's like, you got to get back to the Weasley farm. That yeah. would have actually fixed a lot of problems. Yeah, or you show that she has like some sort of emotional connection to these people. Like right. you actually show her hanging out with them. Right. And then like she leaves to go do some vampire shit and comes back and they're dead or gone. Like something. But she just shows up and says, I'm emotionally connected to this group. Right. And now I'm mad. And you're like, I don't believe you. Well, and let's see, that's the problem. I actually think it would have been better if she wasn't emotionally connected and she just heard there's vampires and this is right. what she does now. Because that's how it ends where she's like, I yeah. heard there's some vampires in this right. other area. I'm going to go check it out. Yeah. It's like, yes, yeah, if she's just like an assassin from Assassin's Creed who just kills vampires, I get that. Like, okay, I can yep. accept that idea. But they didn't want to do that. They wanted this time it to be personal. Right. You know? And it, it certainly wasn't. Uh, it was, so, yeah, you can't just say it's personal. That's the no, problem. No, I have They're to like, see it and believe yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So she, she runs into uh, the character played by Michael Perry, whose name is, uh, I don't know. Uh, so is so this guy is distinct from other characters? Because yeah. let me tell you, I, I don't know. Once her group was together, I'm like, I don't know I don't know who people. the fuck any of these people <laughs> yeah. are. I don't know what they mean. So, But there is one observation we made here that's extremely important. The hero of this movie is that character. Huh. Uh, that character, her her friend who, like, she meets up, who's like, you know, what are you doing in these parts? Oh, you're hunting vampires. He's the one that nurses her back to health. He's the one that helps her round up he a posse. Is. He's okay, the one yeah. that saves people's lives. He he is the best character far and away in this film. Yeah. Like, oh, in terms absolutely. of being a hero. Yeah, so, he, like, like, cuts his... He's, like, practically... Uh, drains himself of blood for her. Yes. I was like, dude, that shit's gonna get infected. You're That's in the right. West. <laughs> I, I will talk about that when that? the time comes. Uh, yeah, that scene's one of my favorites and one of the worst. It is. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like, he's the one that dispenses an, a piece of information that I could not accept until like it just is, blew my mind. Is he in the previous scenes where like Billy the Kid takes over the town? No. No. See, that would have made sense. No. And this is the same. I mean, the part where he nurses her health is the same issue where he just sort of appears. Yeah. Like, I, like is he an angel? Like, what is happening? He, honestly, he just keeps yes. appearing. Yeah. Right. Like, see, I think he should have been part of the community like she was. He should have been part yeah. of Brimstone, a thing that he doesn't should have matter. Been, yeah. He should have been the friend that he she was been there to see. He should have been exposition boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Brimstone, when, by the end, where they're like, this is where Brimstone. I was like, you are like every time they whip out Brimstone, it always feels like it's in the last 20 minutes of the movie. And I just go, wait, what? What is that? <laughs> again? Brimstone? Yeah. yeah. Can you bring Michael Madsen back to explain it to me? Cause I, yeah. can, you know, I missed him a lot in this film. From what I can tell Brimstone, the definition of Brimstone is a group of people near blood rain who dies. Like that's, <laughs> that's all I can tell is like the group that she recruits to fight in the moment to then die by the end of the movie. Yeah, they are the the expendable NPCs on their way to a yeah. to to victory, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. He's the one that gives us the information that I don't think we've quite spent enough time on yet. And that information is Billy the Kid is a vampire in this movie. Yeah. Like I know we said it a bunch of times, but they didn't explain who that character was. So we just saw, you know, Lord Vampire doing all this shit. Okay, great. 
And this is the point in the movie where he's like, Billy the Kid is here, and they exchange a knowing glance. And that's when you realize that guy was Billy the fucking kid? Yeah. The what? guy with the Transylvanian accent. This Eastern European Billy the Kid. <laughs> it's so that's so fucking weird. It's utterly astounding. Uh, yeah. It, it's it's uh it's Nonsense. not even like a little bit of historical license. Like it's not cute and funny. It's like it is gobbledygook. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah, like unbelievable. Uh okay, great. So then he's like, hey, why don't we team up? You know, uh, and she's like, I ride alone. And then he's like, yeah, but I feel like I could be useful to you. And her response to that is uh, your flies open. And then she right. <laughs> and then she rides off. And if I'm him, I'm like, OK, sure. But do you want to team up, man? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, like, come yeah, on now. A, do you want to fucking answer. team up, you asshole? Because yeah. uh, the answer is she. there's no reason for her to say no to that. Yeah. Literally no reason. Like, why wouldn't she? No, do she's like, I don't, I, she, they're trying to give her the like, I'm a badass. I work alone idea. Right. But there's no arc here. So like why even do that? And and then yeah. it's just makes her seem like a prick. Yeah. Yeah. She she goes into town and this is the state this is the part of the film that I I think is the uh I called the well hey there pretty lady part, which is Ugh. you're making you're again, you're making a western and have every stereotype. You got to have these shit kickers who are just like Woo wee! Look at that fine piece of ass. And then she has to fucking beat them up, beat the hell out and of them. And it's yes. like Jesus fucking Christ! Can we just get past this? You well, know? so th- this was my favorite of those tropes ever. Uh, okay. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why, Dave. The first is because, uh, but it requires us all to take a step back and think about what is happening in this town. So, <laughs> so, so let's just take a minute and think about this. So, first of all, there's only really three more sequences in this movie. There's, she goes <laughs> She goes to the city, she gets kicked out, she recruits some other people, then goes back. That's the yeah, whole rest again, of the movie. It's okay? all broad strokes. I, I yeah. couldn't stress how, like, they didn't even bother with, like, a romantic subplot. Right. It's just, it's just the broad, it's like, describe a Western in 30 seconds. That's what this is. It's like a watercolor painted by a five-year-old that, like, almost yes. looks like something. It almost looks like a thing. <laughs> but it doesn't quite, but it almost does. Yeah. So, like, uh... I say this because after the town was almost entirely obliterated by Billy the Kid from Transylvania. Right. So what happened between those two events, which, by the way, would have taken days if people have to travel by horseback, days, is the town yeah. just sort of went back to normal. <laughs> they went back to normal. Yes. Nothing yes. happened there. They're they just like, they're just like yeah, they're just like, yeah, there's some vampires around here now. <laughs> Oh well, and I, I think these shit kickers are vampires because when he kills one of them, you. he cr- he turns into a vampire. And I was like, are the vampires just existing in the town? Also, if I were a vampire in any era in any context, and a motherfucking matrix-looking asshole came into town, I'd go, "That's a vampire hunter." Obviously, and they don't. Look yeah, what she that's looks obviously like. a vampire hunter. So you have you've you've skipped right to the part that I think uh, bears some examination for why it's my favorite. So right. this guy knows her already. Like, he knows her <laughs> name. He knows her. So for her to him to come up to her and do this, like, you got a nice ass thing, which is not what he says, but that's the vibe, right? right? Means it's a whole play. This whole yeah. thing is a play they're putting on for the town. It, well, it was so fucking confusing because this was part of what made... So he says to her, ooh-wee, let's quote, ooh-wee, only two thi- things a woman is good for. Making oh, my yeah. grub and keeping my dick warm. Yeah, really bad. Um, really bad line. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. 
and it's it's a lot of that. So she it's the saloon again. Think the quick and the dead, where she goes into the saloon and proves she's a badass. Uh, but by proving she is a badass, she actually just plays poker with them, and right. then is like four aces, which and is like, wins. oh, okay, a child yeah. wrote this. Um, <laughs> All aces. aces, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> and then they're like, you're cheating. But like, yeah, she kicks his ass first, and that's when he calls her Rain, and is like, seems yeah, to know he knows her. who she is. Yeah, he knows who she and is. And they they never established that, so I felt like I was losing my mind uh, because everybody looks the same, and it's so dark. I was like, wait. Is this the guy from the previous scene? Who is this guy? They don't do any character introductions or any work to establish how people know each other. So I thought, like, oh, is he like a regular person? And again, they it, it's it's <laughs> you don't know, like, because I'm like, surely these aren't vampires, like drinking alcohol, just like being this fucking casual in the saloon. And it's so con- it's like a fever dream, right? They, because then- they aren't acting like they're not doing anything a vampire would do. No, they're just like, acting like regular dudes. Yeah, they're acting like regular dudes. So again, I can't state this enough: the fact that he knows her and that she almost kills him, but he's like, "Wait a minute, well, come on, give me another chance," right? Implies right. this whole thing is just sort of a fun night for them. Like, th- right? Again, this is like a little performance they're putting on for everybody, right? Yeah, I the- guess. It has the feel of, and I know this isn't what the film is trying to say. Like, I know that. But I feel like it sort of magically implies this whole thing is kind of a theater show for right. the townsperson's sake. But which you know? townspeople, even? Good question. Because, like, yeah. Good question. So I would argue that the actual protagonist of this film is the writer. The writer. Right. And, and, and I don't mean that, like, we're he following does have his an arc. journey. No, he, he does has have the a arc. full arc. Yeah. Correct. Him he and learns the mayor, bravery. Yes. And this is actually for that purpose. It's like it's like beginning to she get got them a message. Like, Wait a minute. like this writer's in town. He's writing the greatest story <laughs> yes. ever told. Blood Rain, yes. you got to get in here. That's right. This Jesus. is Billy. The, Billy the kid like sent her a telegram and said, "Look, you know, yeah. we need to really help this writer out. Like, we got to give him something good. Can you come <laughs> into town with these blades?" And like, yeah. so that's why it feels so half-assed and skeletal. And like, why they can't hit her in water and shit. It's like what. Yeah, uh, we'll it, talk it, about that. I think it makes more sense. We'll talk about the five-minute shooting at water sequence. I legitimately I like, think this theory... Yeah, it takes five minutes. That's true. This yeah. theory makes more sense than the movie does. Yeah, I mean, it makes as much sense as anything does. Yeah. But you're right. Like, yeah. I, I would believe that Billy the Kid at the end is actually just alive, and he's like, good good show, Blood Rain. Right. Good. <laughs> yeah, let's do it in another town. Because yeah. the, fact, the fact that he knows her also implies, like, is she living in this town? Because, again, they, don't, they, they do the thing where it's like they show the town getting tormented, and then they show her, like, rolling into town. And then she's like, I know this people, and people seem to know her. So it's like, are you just living in the West? Is this like... Bro, she's a carny. That's what yeah. she was. That's where. That's how we meet she's her. She's a carny at she's heart. She's a yeah. carny. This is all a fucking carnival. A traveling yeah. show they put on for townspeople. And the, traveling the townspeople, like LARPing. Yeah. And the townspeople get yeah. to feel like, we're brave now. Like, now we're a real city. And then they just do it again in some other town. Yeah, I think that's the best explanation. That's, that's what is going on here. It explains why they're like, quote unquote, working on the railroad, but those are actually just actors pretending. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> this is like a not scary farm show or something. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's performance art. I know I'm not going to harp on this the whole episode. I just sure. want to get it out there now. Listen, it really it's as good as a theory as anything. Thank you, Dave. That's all I yeah. needed was your approval here. 
So uh, she has four aces. She's like, oh, four, four aces. She's got the fucking. She's got the fucking toothpick in her mouth. Um, four like, take it out. <laughs> four so aces. Like, four aces. What are the fucking odds? Possibly the worst hand you could write in a card game. Like, yeah. If you're writing a card game, because it wouldn't happen in like ten thousand hands. It wouldn't happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, no. It's the kind of thing that she'd put that down and she'd go, "Oh my god, I have four aces," <laughs> and everybody else would be like, "I'm not even mad. That's amazing. That's amazing. How do you have, have that? Yeah." And they would just all like celebrate the fact, and the guy would be like, "Yeah, take my fucking money. That's incredible." Or and she'd be like, "No shit." Like they'd, that's, rip her, they'd, be, they'd rip her jacket off to make sure she's not cheating. That's yeah. Like, those are the well, two things. Well, that's what that he does happen. say. Like he's like, "You're cheating," and they go outside and they have a shootout. And then it, again, no vampire speed. I was like, "Oh, she's super fast." Like I thought they were going to do this with Billy the Kid. It's like vampires are fast, so the drawing thing. No, none of that. Uh, she just shoots him, and then he turns into a vampire. And she's like, "We're garlic and holy water." <laughs> and the toothpicks in my lip. And I was like, all right, I guess that's the explanation. <laughs> and he's like, as he dies, like, ah, oh, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's, like, why, uh, like, why, like, everybody in a duel in this, it, like, on the vampire side is so sloppy and dumb about the duel because they don't believe they can die in a duel. So, like, yep. the whole duel, again, is more performance art for them. This guy getting killed should have gone through, like, through that entire town like a thunderstrike. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they should have all been like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Vampires can die because of duels now. We're in trouble. <laughs> um, yeah. Apparently bullets kill us after all. Yeah. That um, should have been I, a big problem, you know? Yeah. They keep before this, they keep calling her little lady. There's a line where someone says, You don't know what you're dealing with, and she says, That's fair, because they don't know either. <laughs> it's like, come on, just try again. That's some weird math. <laughs> how about write another how about yeah, how about write a totally different line? Uh yeah. yeah. Or have Mind her say you, nothing. She's in this town to find out why the kids have been kidnapped. Uh, and she's just playing poker. <laughs> I don't know how this is accomplishing anything. Um, yeah, nobody, nobody's oh. actually trying to achieve anything here. This is why the yeah. film slows down in this section. Because yes. nobody wants anything in this, this part. They're all just kind of drifting through the tropes of a Western right. so that and she can get kicked out of town. That's it. The, yes. And the other part is they don't have enough tropes. That was the funniest thing is they... So they know they want to do all the Western tropes, but they ran out. Multiple people get, seems, keep saying, you know how many people this gun has killed? This gun has killed 35 men. <laughs> oh, you better watch out for that guy. He's killed 26 men. They keep saying that. And it's like, oh, so you don't, you like, and then when they say they're going to hang her at high midnight. High midnight, dude. <laughs> high midnight. <laughs> like, that okay. thrilled me. Thrilled yeah. me. It's like again, they they don't have enough tropes, so they, and they're not creative enough to write like real characters. So I everybody feels that. like they're at a costume party doing a cowboy, and they're all doing the same cowboy. Right, it's a performance. It really yeah. feels like a performance. Uh, yes, like bad local theater performance. That's yes, that's really it what it feels like. High midnight is truly the greatest moment these films has made for have made for us. It's so amazing. Far. It was so good. I had to stop. Like, I had to order some food. I took a shower. I just, like, needed to bask in a high midnight. It was, it was unreal, so funny. bro. It was unreal. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. You you skipped one thing that uh, was a strange addition to the script that I just wanted to highlight. Oh, yeah. During, during the card game, she starts losing to a guy who's Irish. Yes. And the Irish guy starts talking to her, and she's like, what's that accent? Yes. And she's like... <laughs> And he's like <laughs> making jokes like it's Irish, and she like basically makes a racist remark against him 
because he's Irish. And right. that's when I, I had to take a, like, a moment and go like, so wait a minute. Is she like racist against Irish people? Right. That's, that's but also one. She, a, the whole the first movie took place in England. I was about to say, how has to. she not heard an Irish person? Right. And then if, if she hasn't heard an Irish person, why is she racist against them? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does she think an Irish right. person is? Right. It's it, yeah. it was just like, why was that in there? Yeah. And also, does you that know? guy ever come back? No. He's yeah. just there to be racist against. Yeah. That's it's, it. It's so weird. It, well, I forgot so about my, that. That's a my, whole beat. It is. They take a they take a moment with it. My guess is it's one of two things. My guess is this might be Uva Bowles, uh, which is how I'm supposed to pronounce his name. I was told Uva Bowles. Sure, Uva Bowles attempt to add some of the historical context of the period because racism against Irish people uh, was a thing in right. that time period. So like he might have been trying to be period accurate, but boy did that not work. <laughs> no, <laughs> right? You know what's fun? Let's make our main character racist. Just, you know, for historical right. accuracy. Like, throw it on a random vampire. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if, like, any other person than her. <laughs> just don't do it. Yeah, just, just don't, don't do, it. do it. Right. Even so, even one of the child, even one of the children before they die would have been better than her. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a racist else. kid. <laughs> <laughs> About to be get bitten. Like, at least I'm not an Irishman. <laughs> it's like, huh. I guess that child was racist. At least I die like an Englishman. Oh, that's so good. Really amazing. Has oh, to weird. Declare, before the child dies, has to declare how much they hate the Irish. Right. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, anyway, that would have been so better is, than what we got. Oh, yeah. There's some, yeah. There are some racist kids in this. Yeah. Spice it not? up. Why not? Yeah. Anyway, they're high gonna, midnight happened. And they're going to hang her. And at yeah. this point, she's already shot a man. And at this point, I'm now wondering, what doesn't kill vampires? Because right. they're like, we're going to hang her, and that's a threat. And she's like, oh, no, I'm going to get hung. And it's like, huh. So that kills vampires, too. Huh? Oh, that's right. She shouldn't have been vulnerable to being hung. That's right. I didn't yes. think of that. She's a yeah. vampire. <laughs> right? That's Why is hanging a problem? Why would it ever be a problem for it, her? It would have been incredible if he had remembered that it shouldn't have been a problem, and then they'd hung her, and she was just there like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean? like, that would have been so good. Yeah. Uh, they didn't so do that. she goes to jail, and she can't get out of the chains. It's another case of like, like this was in the first Blood Raid, too, where it's like, handcuffs seem to really be a problem for her. And she's, again... A vampire. So the question remains, what is the benefits of being a vampire? I wrote she's, down... I'm sorry. Please, Dave. Please no, because this guy has to fucking help her out of her handcuffs. Yes. Uh, I wrote down two things to this scene. The first was... Uh, so, again, what was her plan when she came to the town? And, pl- and then I realized what her plan was. She just likes being in jail. That's yeah. the character's favorite thing, is to be I in guess. jail. I guess, yeah. Because this character... Like flings herself into jail whenever she can. Yeah. Also, right? Did you did you sense that? So there's this random other guy next to her in jail. Yeah, exposition boy. Exposition boy. Yeah. Um, who steals the reporter's glasses to pick her lock, and the guy goes, "Oh, oh, those were my glasses." Yeah, the, the like, writer Jesus character. Christ. Yeah. He says about Billy the Kid, he takes bullets like a boxer takes punches, and and that's the line to establish bullets don't kill him again. Very important to point this out. The movie repeatedly says bullets don't even hurt Billy the Kid. Don't hurt Billy the Kid. Yeah, specifically. Yeah. Right. 
Um, and then there's like a weird sexual tension between her and this guy. A little bit. Yeah, and a little bit. Spoilers, this guy dies in the next scene. He just gets hung. So I think maybe you're right is that because remember where the last sex scene took place? I think jails make her horny. That's a, I think you know she's what? in a jail and she's like, I'm DTF right now because I'm in a jail. Yeah, in her in her defense, she gets a lot of shit done in jails. She, she gets, does. Like love affairs happen there, information gets exchanged there. Yeah. It's like plans are formulated there. It makes sense. She should be right. going to jail as often as she can. Yeah. You know? Uh there's always somebody there to help her anytime she goes to jail. Right. You know? Uh there was a moment that was so ludicrously offensive that it needs to be called out here. Sure. And that moment is that this is the point in the film where the exposition kid who's in jail with her needed to stop the movie and explain to the writer how vampires fucking work. <laughs> they stopped here in the middle of the movie to explain yeah. vampires. And then 10 seconds later, she goes, oh, you're from Brimstone too? And he goes, yep. And that's all the explanation we get on right. Brimstone, the actual what? concept we need to explain. What is Brimstone? Right. What is what? it? <laughs> No one has explained it to us yet in any of these movies. They just say, we're from Brimstone. Oh, these guys are Brimstone. What Do they think that's like the FBI? It's like a recognizable thing? The writers should have been barricading themselves into a barn with a Gatling gun at this point. Because yeah. I like you got to be like, dude, we don't need to explain how vampires work. We do need to explain how Brimstone works. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? We got to do the opposite of what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, it is yeah. all the worst instincts. It's all the worst instincts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, this absurd. is where he explains that they're keeping things quiet, and that's why they're eating children. Uh, right. This this is the part where I made all the observations about pedophilia we talked about earlier. Right. Because it just was so weird to me that nobody thought it was weird that he had kids and like just had them chained no. up in his house and no explanation. No, everybody was just fine with this. Yeah, everybody was just fine with it. It was like, okay, uh, that's fucking strange. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking Real weird. weird shit, man. But okay. Yeah. So I also wrote down here. It's really tough to tell who is and is not a vampire. Yeah. Uh, like because I started to legitimately get confused. again. They're all dressed like cowboys, and right. then every now and then they'll do like a close up of their teeth, and you can kind of make out like fangs. fangs sometimes. Or like I would learn. I would usually realize they're a vampire after they died, but they don't always die like vampires either. So. Right. It's just, it, it was in, impossible, impossible to figure that out. So I do think that Uva Bowl was also concerned about establishing exactly what was happening with the kids. Because right. after this scene, they cut to a scene with Billy the Kid, with all the kids. Uh, yes. In, in his, like, you know, swanky apartment that he's got in the middle of town now. And essentially he uh, kills one kid in front of the others to keep him in line. But it has one of the funniest visuals ever in a movie, which is it starts with him looking at them in a mirror and drinking, right? Yes. So, of course, in the <laughs> mirror, there's nothing there except for his outfit. So yep. when he takes the wine or whatever he's drinking, it like literally just sloshes back in one continuous motion th from his lips all the way down into his throat, which implies he no longer has muscles. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that liquid is falling directly into his bladder. <laughs> it also implies that you can see what they've eaten. Right. Right. Yeah. It also implies, is he drinking wine, really? Or or like whiskey or something. It was like a yellowish liquid. It's not blood? Because <laughs> no, it right, also yes. implies that they just drink right. whatever <laughs> and eat whatever. No, he's having a, a, a McAllen neat over here. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's also probably the most it probably that shot costs half their budget. It feels like it's yes. the most expensive thing in the movie. It, it was it was completely superfluous and like an attempt to, at flexing. But yeah. again, because the muscles weren't working, it was extremely silly. Yes. Like extremely like a cartoon. Silly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very silly in a in a funny and easily fixable way. Yeah. Uh yeah. So after Billy the Kid murders uh a child. Yeah. Which I really I wrote down at this point like I really don't think we need to see this. You know, like I I really don't know why we're watching him murder children in front of other children cuz that seems right. needlessly cruel. Clearly I got triggered by that part of this movie. So, well, again, my my issue is like it's the same one we talked about in the first movie, like the depiction of sexual violence, which they don't have in the first one, where mm-hmm. I thought like, yeah, it doesn't deserve to have that. Like it, it hasn't no. earned right. these upsetting types of scenes. Same with the kids where it's like, you haven't earned this. It's just, it's, it's not good. It's not well done. It's not it, emotionally effective. It's just like, you're treating you, them movie. very disposably, disposably, yeah. you know, and that's, that's not right. They, 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 they like there's some dignity to killing a child, you know what I mean? Or there should be in a film. Like you Everybody, just... write down that quote. Write down that Adam Ganser <laughs> quote. <laughs> right there's some down. dignity to killing a child. Yeah, pr- producers, write that down. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, you know what I mean? Like you should. Like again, it's sort of like uh, it's a big deal. It should be a big deal in a movie, right? It's like unless if you it's make... like a comedy and the idea is to like throw it away. Um, I guess. Like, well, it... basically, if you kill a child in a movie. Whatever you're trying to accomplish has to come from the fact that you're killing a child. And right, that exactly. is a, a terrifying, outrageous thing to do. Correct. Like, if you are acknowledging that either through a comedic irony or, yeah, like uh, the tone in some way, then you're accomplishing it. But then you're this, doing it dramatically. Correct. I think this movie thought that's what it was doing. It was absolutely but it's not, not good enough. doing it. No. Scott Farkas remained Scott Farkas even in this yeah. role. Uh, so, like... So he kills this kid. Then they go to the hanging scene, and he brings another kid there just to see it. Yes, just to and watch. It's like, why is there another kid? Is that like his little snack for the hanging? Right. right. Does he need it on him at all times? So he's like, I might be hungry later. Yeah, kids don't have that you much know? blood in them, so he probably has to eat them <laughs> right. in pairs. Well, and that and that brings up another question. So if he if that's the reason why, why doesn't he just make everybody in the town vampires? I don't know. Why doesn't he do that? Well, it's I easy to do. No, I don't know. I don't know. I, I assume they'd leave some people to eat, but like, that's what I mean about like, oh, just taking the kids. It's like, all right, and then make everybody else a vampire, right? Right, right. That's what you do. Yeah. Make them all vampires. Because the thing that's sort of always implied about the vampires in these films is that once you make them a vampire, they do what you say. Right. You and know? again, there's they, at first... That's why at first I thought, oh, he's kidnapping their kids so they'll stay in line. But then he's killing some vampires or some of the parents. And then they're just like, no, he just wants a snack, a discreet snack. Is the idea that kids are smaller and they're more discreet? I don't know. I don't and know. Then, it, and, yeah, then he's, and then again, the town is just like half vampires. And it's like, just yeah, just eat the town and run the town. Why are you keeping the humans around? It's what like is he happening? likes the tension. It's like he likes the tension or he likes yeah. the conflict of it. The mayor, for example, why isn't he either dead or a vampire? That's the first person you eat. Yeah. It's like you know, it's like a it's like cutting the head off the opposing king tribe, you know, like right. it's that kind of thing. Like why doesn't he do that? Yeah. You know, but it they make, make sense. They, they force the mayor to like list her crimes, which is causing a ruckus, is one of the crimes that she's being hung for. 
And it's like, you're vampires. You're really going to say causing a ruckus? Um, <laughs> and the mayor's there. And he's like, do I have to be here? And one of the henchmen says, because I wrote this down, because I think this is not the flex he thought it was. He says, uh, you're here. Um, I forget what he says the first reason. And then he says, plus, it gives me a hard on to see you shit your pants. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. like, dude, that is not a, f- a badass line. I don't think yeah. it's as badass as you think it is. No. I-, I am aroused by you defecating yourself. Right. That, there's a place for that. Uh, there's, there's like, probably on the outskirts yeah. of town. There's a, there's yeah. the appropriate house all, for that, sir. All they had to do is say it gives me a laugh or a chuckle, but they made it. It gives me a sexual pleasure, right? To watch you shit yourself uh, again, man. I feel like they might be telling on themselves a little bit here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there might be a little, there might be a little bit of that big, here. Yeah. You know? What a fucking line. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like every time they, they do something wrong, they do it the wrongest you can. Yes. Like they, they really hit a home run it's, the wrong way. Yeah, you know? They do. It's the worst instinct. Yeah. And it's they do amazing. it hard. They do it yeah. hard. Yeah. It, it's uh it's pretty it's, great. Yeah. It's a yeah. it's oh my god. I th- I think it's fair to say like and you and I enjoyed in the right way these movies more than Fifty Shades of Grey, right? Yeah, I mean, I think I enjoyed both, them more. They're both very boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this is none of them are Twilight. Twilight was definitely no. a pinnacle. Uh, but this is, yeah, this is a different type of. Like Twilight is like you watch it and you're like, man, I'm so confused about why this is popular. This is right. more of like I'm so confused about what was discussed in the moment. Yeah, like what? Like yeah, the what, what do they think they're there. doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was yeah. the intended? What was the intended scene here? Yeah. So she's yeah. going to get hung. And again, apparently that's scary for her. Uh, and she, <laughs> since she got out of her chains, she escapes. Uh, she jumps in the water. As she's jumping in the water, I think it's the same shit the pants guy. I don't know who. He goes, son of a bitch. Like in this really like casual way. And I thought yeah. that was very funny. Yep. Um, she jumps <laughs> yep. in the water. And then they just start firing their guns in the water for way too long. It goes on for about twice as long as you think it should. Yes. Like there's a point where you're like, okay, it should be over now. No, nope, yeah. you're, you're only you halfway should, through. You should have run out of bullets, right? There's only six bullets in those I mean, guns. So there are a few times where it would have been funny if they'd, if they'd actually committed to the bit they were doing. Like this yeah. is one of them where you watch them reload and then shoot more into the into the water. It would have been incredible. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like this guy kind of wants to make comedies. You know, yeah. Like, like I feel like he's right on the cusp of that, and clearly he tried it later. Yeah. So he, like, it would have been really funny if all that he needed to change for a pretty good joke is they reload. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? and that would have been that would have been a guns. bad joke in a otherwise serious action. No, it where amazing. it's like they're so freaked out or something that they yeah, yeah they pause. That would have been load. really funny. Yeah, incredibly funny. But he doesn't. He has no instincts. He has no comedic no, no. instincts. No, no, no. no. Uh, no. We get the death of the bartender after this, which we haven't even no- talked about. The bartender, he just yeah. casually sort of helps. And I yeah. need to talk about his death. Oh, good. Okay, good. Because he he really didn't. I felt like they had no idea what they were doing with that character. I don't know uh, why he was in it. He was okay. a, like the sympathetic. He's, I think, the only black character. And yeah, again, we right. talked about old timey, like accurate racism. I'm not saying they should have been racist to him, but like, it's not. He. It just feels like it's an actor that they got, and that happens to be the only they, black character. Yeah, they didn't. They, they think don't. About they don't. That. Right. Yeah, they don't think about it. Is basically right. it. It's like, it, it's it's not significant in any way. Um, which again, it's fine. 
I don't care, you know. Uh, but if you're going to do the Irish racism, <laughs> it's it's. I don't it's know like, what you're trying to say in general. But yeah, you would like it. Yeah, you would like it to be consistent. The world to have a consistency. Yeah, exactly. And there's right. plenty of westerns where they don't address that, and it's like that's not historically accurate. But this is about vampires, so it doesn't need to be. Um, and but the point of the bartender is that he helps her out, sort of, not really. And then I want to talk about his death, not in what it means, but the actual execution of his death. So the vampire, I think it's Billy the Kid, right? Uh, uh, what do you mean when you say it's Billy? What, what the vampire? the one who kills him, the bartender. Uh, I, dude, this part of the movie, I like, I glazed out. Just I a understand bit, so completely. I, so I rewound and rewatched this. Okay, okay. Because that, what great. happens is he basically the the scene is the bartender betrayed him, so he kills him. Right? That's what they're sh- trying to show. Pretty Billy much. the Kid or whoever takes his gun and puts it against the bartender's left shoulder. And when I say left shoulder, I mean his shoulder. I mean his upper shoulder. <laughs> I I want to make that very like clear. under his clavicle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nowhere. I think they. I think someone told him to shoot, point it at his heart, and this actor did not know where the heart was. Uh, he says a few <laughs> things. They cut. A, they cut to a reverse shot, and the bartender d- gets drops dead. Uh, he starts to fall before the gunshot. <laughs> yep. They have <laughs> a lot of problems with that. Yeah. They have a lot of problems just, with that. It, this is like the perfect example, though, of like a right, gun to his shoulder. He fires and that alone. And then he just drops dead like he just like got unplugged from the Matrix. And it's like, that's a shoulder shot. That's not lethal uh, or not immediately. And then the fact that, yeah, he goes and drops and then you hear bang <laughs> as he's falling. It was uh, it's like, just take a minute. Just take a minute. And figure I, well, this out. Again, it feels like they didn't have enough time and they didn't have multiple squibs. Yeah. Like so so that they had a lot of squibs. But in this like movie. you can you can add the gunshot sound in post. Right, 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 right. That part is like just a, a sloppy, they never fixed it. But yeah. like there was a lot of times in this movie where a person was it took them too long to react to the gunshot, or the gunshot wasn't timed correctly, and it really yeah. felt like all that stuff stayed in the edit. Because they just didn't have the money for a lot of squibs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you see it all over the place. This is an example of that where it's like, well, that's the best version we got, and we only had one shot at it. Right. So we sh- we probably is. should have thought this out a little bit, but we didn't. Yeah. So they probably didn't have time on. to rehearse it. They probably yeah. did not have time to rehearse it. Yeah. You know, it sucks. This is yeah, yeah. It yeah. sucks. This is well, where we cut to Blood Rain being <laughs> healed, uh, and oh, I was like, sh- wait, oh. she was injured. <laughs> Like well, they yeah, don't so, establish that she gets hurt. Yeah, she got shot in the water. We find out later as she's dying, and the guy who's the real hero of the movie saves her. Yeah. Uh. So that part, like, so that was you know okay, fine. I can accept that she got shot off screen and we didn't show it. Okay. It's just bad but, filmmaking though. It, where it's, it's not like good it's like fade yeah. to like two Native Americans. Um, boy, on boy, a boat. Oh boy. And Dave. at first I thought, oh, are they going to do that trope where the Native Americans heal her with magic? Uh, and they don't do that, but it's two Native Americans, and then it cuts to her being like lying there in pain. And I thought, oh, they f- those Native Americans found her, and it's just another guy. And it's like just that that sequence of events. It's so confusing. It's so clumsy. I like I wrote down literally as it was happening. Like, please don't include the Native Americans in yes. this movie. Please. And I'm don't. glad they didn't. I'm glad yeah, I, they. I just yeah. I I got instantly worried when I saw that. I was like, right. this guy is gonna mess that up. I I just don't want that. 
but cutting to those Native Americans, you might as well have cut to a modern shot of New York City because the, it literally <laughs> has nothing to do with the previous scene and the right. next scene. And it right. sets up this idea that it's like, oh, they found her because they're in water. They're the Native Americans right. in water. And then they cut to her lying at the shore of water and, and on like a modern blanket with her, her fucking leather jacket as a blanket on her. And, 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 uh, and you just assume that's it's oh the Native Americans some tribe founder nope it's just this cowboy, and then and then you're also like what is wrong with her because they didn't establish that it is one of the most confusing transitions of the movie, and then it's, like you said they have to go by the way I was shot in that water and it's like oh you probably should have shown that huh probably yeah, should have shown that happen that would have helped us uh, I was kind of I was kind of in it for this piece. Like meaning, <laughs> meaning, like I was like, I was like, all right, I like, I want to see where this goes because this was, and I, I say this with love and respect. This was some of the worst acting in any of the movies so far. Yeah, like this, this particular scene, uh, it's really bad in part because they, it's just, it's not a smart scene writing wise, and so right. it's even, but it's an even worse scene directing wise because <laughs> she has to explain. What she is to this angelic hero f- character who discovers yeah. she's a vampire while she's dying. So she while has to be she's like, dying, blood. I'm a vampire. I need blood. Right. I, I gotta heal with right. blood. Right. But she has to, like a half human, half vampire. Like she yeah. has to explain and her, like, this while she's are, convulsing. Yeah, her <laughs> eyelids are twitching, and she has to act like she's dying. Yeah. But again, she's also like, you got shot. You don't have a fever. Like she's right. acting like she's like sick. Right. Uh, and That's again, right. it it makes. No sense, because we've no. seen in the other blood rains, like when she gets stabbed or something, she needs blood and it'll heal her. But it doesn't put you into like convulsions. Uh, I don't know what he. It's no, it's <sighs> utter, utterly Again, silly. So if you did this, if you did this correctly, you do this correctly. You have her. You have a shot of her getting shot while underwater. You have a shot instead of the Native Americans. You have a shot of her floating in the water during the day and someone dragging her out of the water. So you establish, okay, she's injured. You have them trying to heal her. Uh, and and you then have you have her, her getting like, sick. Yes. Yeah, you have her getting sick and then you have her like mutter like blood, I need blood. The bu- and bu- then, blood. Yeah. Yeah, and then like opening like a bunny rabbit or something and giving her blood to see or like blood getting on her wound to see it's healing and they realize it. But they don't have time for that. They, or, they have two setups, and they got to get this fucking scene done. Or you get somebody who knows enough to be like, "I've seen this before," you know, like, yeah. like to to the guy, so we can go hunt for uh, right. the 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 solution. The, so he decides to give her his own blood. Okay, the way he cuts himself is absolutely <laughs> senseless. Yeah, it it's going to be a problem for him for weeks. Yeah, it is <laughs> senseless. Like he cut might your lose hand, the arm. dude. Yeah. Cut your hand, and you don't need to go like all the way to the bone. Are you he fucking cuts, crazy? Yeah, his upper like forearm. wrist area. Yeah, his upper forearm. forearm. Yeah. yeah, he cuts right by the elbow. deep across. Yes, and it's like the what? What a bad place to cut yourself. Like that's gonna be. Yeah, that's gonna get infected, and then yeah, and it's deep. It's deep. Like it, he fucked himself up. Like that might literally yes. affect affect his arm in the future. I wanted him to like slowly die for the rest of the movie, <laughs> just like shivering and his arms getting yes. worse and worse. That would have been funny. Okay, so here's the other mistake he makes. Once he does that, he's splurting blood all over her mouth. Honestly, it seemed very sexual. Like yeah. it's like he. It's like, dude, 
why don't you collect the blood in yeah. a, in a vessel or like get it close to her mouth so that you're not splashing it all over her face. Right. You know what I mean? It was very, or, yeah. or very again, stupid. Find other blood. Right. <laughs> like, just like look around for a fucking squirrel. You're right. an outdoorsman. Can you not do this? Uh yeah, he just he just opens himself up and yeah, yeah and just drips it onto her face in the like, most willy-nilly way. Where you're like, what the fuck are we doing here? I mean, maybe I'm being crass here, but it really felt like like it, it was like a splooge thing. Yeah, like the way it, it was playing out. It, I, I feel like that's what it's trying. It's to trying be. to be sexy in some yeah. way, and it's like not. You know, no. <laughs> it's like she's dude. shivering and dying. Yeah, don't uh, do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't do He's that. He's like, oh, you like this? You like this, baby? You know, like it's so right. weird. Right. So uh, this is this is the part of the movie where. Having been revived by his blood and him apparently miraculously recovering himself from his yeah. deep flesh wound, they decide, let's go collect other people that we yeah. kind of vaguely know of to be yeah. a posse. So let's go correct as far, uh, collect, as far as I'm concerned, random people yes. that have no... Because they never explain how, how she they knows know the them? people. They don't no. even do the thing where someone, they walk in and they go, well, 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 if it isn't blood rain. They right, don't even exactly. do that. From right. what I can tell, they don't know her, they and don't she's know just like she's just walking through the woods and finding the first people. So the first place is Shed Church, uh, which yeah, my fucking god, that th- everything about that scene and sequence was was dumb, but also like needlessly offensive, and also like uh like confusing. It was all yes. three things. It was the most it's it's one of those like edge lord 14 year old trying to make yes. a statement about religion, but yes. it doesn't make sense. Like right. it's and at one point I was like, are they saying something about religion here or what are they trying to say? The priest it seems like he was. Yeah, the it's, priest yeah. is unhinged. He's giving this unhinged weird sermon where he start he's like he's like the most sleazy weird slime ball and they have like old ladies hanging on his every word, and you're like, "Why would this exist?" Well, they, they look he, scared. Yeah, <laughs> they, they look terrified. He he's says something like about the moist. References. Yeah, he says yes. the moist lips between a virgin's l- thighs at one yeah. point, and yeah, then he, he like gives this big sexual grin, and it's like, "What the fuck are you talking?" Yeah, about? what are we doing right now? Like it's it's like shit smearing raving. Like yeah. that's the, it's like I, you can't follow it. You're like, what it's, the fuck are you saying? He talks like about a, like strangling with intestines to drag you into the light or something, and it's like it's a manifesto. It's it's a it's the equivalent of like a badly executed WWE character, right? Like it's it's like it's so over the top and so like yeah, I love being bad, you know? Like that's the he's vibe a, of yeah. it. And then at the end he's like, "Forgiveness, don't come cheap," and collects the money. And then and wow. then he's just like, "Yeah, I got the money." And it's like, "What do you think this is? What church is? Like yeah, this is exactly yeah." It was it was like, "What the fuck was this?" Because then I thought he was must have been a bad guy. Like I assumed, oh, right. this is a bad guy harnessing religion. Like I thought, okay, this is a bad scene. But what he's trying to depict is a bad guy harnessing religion to get ahead and blood rain's going to like kill him or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. And then what we learn is he's supposed to be like a scamp. Cause then he's, he's collecting the money and then we get slow clap. He's collecting the money and you hear behind him this. 
Oh, I thought they saw a wanted put like they gave him a wanted. They gave poster him the wanted poster, okay, and then right. they slow clap, and I'm like, what is? Again, it's all the cliches. Right. It's like it's well, like Nick Fury walking in, like good, good job, everybody. Right. Um, so, so and like, so and so and then and so it's like just pick one, pick one. Either give him the poster or slow clap. <laughs> well, also he his sermon is like he's it's like a half hour after the, everybody's gone, so it's like what are you even slow clapping? Well. That's the thing is this room is about is like smaller than my apartment church. Shit. So like yeah. so, so like there's no way those people could be in the room at the same time and not know they were. Yes. There. Like yes. so that was stupid about it. Like that was like there's what? so much wrong with this. There's so much wrong. So like the funny thing is this movie was made in 2007 which is the same year as There Will Be Blood, which perfectly <laughs> depicted this kind of character. Yeah. Did a perfect version of it. In fact, I kept thinking of that scene, right? Where it's like, right. the, give me the blood, Lord, and let me get away. That scene. Yeah. Like, it's the same. That's what they're trying to do. Is right. Like, that scene. Uh, and it's really funny to think of this movie as being made at the same exact time. Right. Like, wow, a tale of two filmmakers. That's, that is amazing, because this film feels yeah. so much older. <laughs> Oh, it does. And it, yeah. nope, same year. Uh, yeah. Wild. And not older really in a good wild. way. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, I, and so I they blackmail. Down, they blackmail the priest. Yeah. So I wrote down, why do they even need skeezy Ethan Hawke anyway? Yes, he is Ethan What do they Hawk. need him for? Yeah. So, all right. They, they blackmail the priest and they basically say, like, we're going to put up these signs and the town will tear you apart. We're going right. to tell them what you are. And it's like, how do they not already know what he is? He's he's a weird maniac. They should go what to his are, church what, service. Yeah. That's a pretty telling event, yeah. I would say. What what could you probably <laughs> possibly expose about this guy? And they're like, unless you help us fight vampires. And it's like, okay, why? Um so here's uh, here's if we're doing scenes that could fix this. Great. You have I don't a know scene if we should do that, but go ahead. No, but you have a scene between this where they say if we're going to fight these guys, we're going to need a priest. We're going to need someone to bless the bullets. Yeah, we're going to need do the that bullets stuff. blessed. And, right. and then she says, do you know any? And he's like, I'm afraid there's only one in these parts. Yeah, yeah, Boom. yeah, yeah. Answered. Problem solved. They don't like the guy, but they need him because he's technically a priest. Yeah. But they a don't do any scene. of that. Those are the yeah. kind of scenes we criticize for being too on the nose sometimes. Yeah. But they are functional for these reasons. And he know? needs them more than anybody, right? A hundred percent. I would well, be so fine like, if there was just like narration explaining between scenes what was happening. And this is like 50 minutes into this hour and a half movie. Yeah. Like we're pretty late in the movie to be introducing an important character. You yeah. Yeah. And he's not the only one. We introduced two of them. <coughs> yeah, no, this is supposed to be like the Magnificent Seven moment. Right. Where they're right. like, we're recruiting a team. Um, but, and again, they wanted to make them like scamps, but uh, he, he didn't want to like just have them be like a slightly, he wanted to have like this, this fucking Apple box moment to talk about religion uh, in the most like uninteresting way and the most uninformed, unnuanced way. So like it just becomes like weird and startling, and then you're supposed to be on this guy's side, and it's just like you're supposed to think he's funny and clever. Yeah, and he's and not. Yeah, I mean, I, this is I think a good warning for all of us who aspire to make art. Uh, be careful when you try to dunk on a community or a or a a, a thing that you don't really understand. Yeah, no, no, because you, you might to, end yeah. up you might end up actually making your point of view look worse. Yeah, you know, and that's uh, what this is. This is like edge lordy. Yeah. I wouldn't even uh, see. I wouldn't even argue. Like this is a draw 
for me where I'm like, I came sure. out of this not learning a thing right. <laughs> about anybody. <laughs> All I've learned is that these people are bad at making a movie. Right, right. Uh, That's right. Yeah, uh, it does make him work, look worse for sure, but it doesn't make any like perspective because, it's, again, it's like it's like a fucking 4chan post. It makes you dislike the, the attitude of the filmmaker more, yes, I would say. Yes, like, that's I, what I, I mean. You, it made me not like down them. On more. Yes, yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, and it, honestly, it's not... Again, I think the, the There Will Be Blood stuff is fucking fantastic. Right. Like, on, on the exact same subject, you know? So it's not even the subject, it's the execution. No, I mean, I don't think... You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not subtle. This isn't a subtle problem. It's so no. obvious and weird and bad. So, like, can I just say, like, if I'm really trying to improve this movie, like, if I'm genuinely trying to improve it, given and I right. accept the first half, if I'm going to accept the first half. So the second half honestly feels like it should just be these two, like this guy who she spurned and then who helped her. Right. And her like really figuring out what, like doing a training montage of sorts to like now we're going to really unforgiven this town. Right, we don't need to add new characters that we are just going to get murdered anyway. And right. it's the all the action is so pitch fucking black that I'm like I don't even know who's doing what anyway. So Well, and quite frankly, if there had been only two characters to track, I think it would have led to more interesting action scenes. For sure. Cuz the action scenes in the third act spoilers are pretty dull. Yeah, they're mostly. dull and they're they, they, I, uh, it's a combination of them feeling confusing but also me just struggling to pay attention to them. Yeah. They, well, it was there's, like, there's no stakes. You don't care about I rewound a few times where I was like, ah, fuck, I was looking at my phone. Like, I just completely, <laughs> like, my eyes, my eyes just drifted down to my phone and then five minutes passed and I went, oh, right, a movie is playing. Right. Ugh. Uh, right. So they, they, I want to talk about this priest for hours, but I know we should move on. I mean, uh, we cut to s- more stock sh- photos of mountain ranges because we go to the brothel <laughs> yeah, next. That's right. Oh, the brothel. And the brothel yeah. is equally confusing as the priest because, yeah. again, they don't establish who any of the people they're recruiting are. No. Also, I think they only recruit these two people. So, like, it's yes, hard to call right. it a montage. And again, they uh, like it, again. You just need something where it's like so and so. He's the fastest gun, or so and so. He's a tech person. But Ocean's Eleven, like, it. Yeah, you know? but but they're kind of a scumbag. You know, like the priest. They could have easily done the scene I described, and then like the priest, like I don't know, having sex with someone in the back. You know, and it's like, oh, he's a bad priest, and then they recruit him. You know, you could do that in fucking a minute, but they make him do this like unhinged sermon. This is no different. She goes into a brothel. She just like takes a tray and they just let her. Um, and she goes into this guy's room. We don't know who he is. I assumed they needed information from him. I he's just say, some just like the yeah dirty just like, horn dog. Just like the priest, I assumed he was a bad guy because he's no different than the other bad guys. And he's just like, oh, we look at you. Let's have sex. Well, and right. She, he's also yeah. He's he's horny and gross. Yeah, his you know teeth I mean? are disgusting. His yeah. teeth are disgusting. So we look down on him because those are movie cues, right. To tell us this is a person who is uh, probably not likable. And again, same with the priest. The priest is horny and gross. He's right. not. He's not a bad boy. He's not a sleaze. He's not even like a sleaze ball that you're like, ah, I could see some good in him. No, they they literally make them look and act like villains. Yep. And so you just assume every scene you assume like, oh, she's coming in here to kick their ass. And so it's the same thing as he's this like weird shitty guy in this bed and she ties him to the bed and he's like, ah, you're into that sort of thing. And this is all a classic setup, right? 
and she right. sticks the gun in his mouth, and you're like, oh, this is a perfect interrogation idea. It's like, oh, I'm not. You think I'm a right. sex worker? Nope, I'm a badass. I want information. And then she says, I want you to join us to hunt vampires. And it's like, what? <laughs> why, right. why, why would that be? Who is this guy? This random guy that she wants to join. They don't establish anything about him. Any special talents. He's just a scumbag. He's just some guy. Yeah. I think this would have been an interesting place for us to learn. Uh, for us to learn that Billy the Kid is the vampire. Like that guy could have known that fact. Right. And we could have gotten that fact and he could have been afraid to tell or whatever. You know what I mean? Like like maybe yeah. the whole the like this because we did need an interrogation scene. Right. There were pieces of information that we got from Jail Exposition Boy. Right. That, that could have been yeah. could have been from this guy. Yeah. And it would have made the scene better, like the movie better, I would say. Yeah, but this is a recruitment scene. This is no different than fucking Danny Ocean picking the pocket of fucking um what's his Matt Damon. Like that's what this scene is supposed to be. But it's it's the equivalent. All right, it's that scene from Ocean's Eleven. If Matt Damon stabbed an old lady, and then Danny Ocean was like, "I want you in my special club," <laughs> like it's that. Like they they specifically make this person out to be bad, and then she right. and then again this classic like revenge idea of like she has him tied up, gun in his mouth, and he's like, "Oh, I'll hunt vampires," and then one of the wildest things happens in this movie. Well, so wait, wait. Actually, I think the more accurate metaphor here, Dave, is it would be like the scene in Ocean's Eleven if Matt Damon's character fumbled a grift, like fumbled the pull, (laughs) and then had to murder the woman. Yes. (laughs) And then they're like, oh, you should join up. And then like, he's bad at being a hero. Enjoyed murdering the woman and like jerked (laughs) off afterwards. Yeah. Like it's that. No joke. Because... This guy, everything we know about him means he's bad at the job they're asking him to do. Yes, yes. You know? But I don't even know the job they're asking him to do. <laughs> that's the other thing. It's, all right. No, it's, it's not if Matt Damon fumbled the lift. It's if yeah. Matt Damon was screaming in the subway about bugs <laughs> and then stabbed an old lady and jerked off. And they're like, we want you in our club. Like, I, you should be no my lift guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people listening are, have not seen this movie. But Definitely I, not. And don't see it. Please don't. I can't stress this enough. If you're doing a recruitment montage, there's certain rules that any, uh, any fucking child would know to do. You show why they're being recruited. You say their names. <laughs> say the right. name of the character. It's, uh, it's second draft their, stuff. Yeah, show their skills. Show why they're, they're being recruited. And don't make them seem like they're villains. Right, so like everybody who like out here who aspires to be a screenwriter, like these kind of mistakes. I mean, I think at a certain point you probably just don't make them at all. But yeah. they're the kind of mistakes from a script being written like in an absolute hurry, like where you just have no time and it's just like you're getting it out and you're not taking the time to like get the logic in place and fix those. Right, kinds where of they like, oh we need like, this connecting part. Yeah, and, they're like oh we'll write that we'll write it later we'll we'll yes. figure it out later. Yes, here's the broad scene and strokes, and they but never they, got past that. Right, because they keep thinking that in the scenes where the exposition should happen. Correct. Where it's like, in the scene where you introduce a character, think of a name for him. Think of right. why, why they're involved. Because, <laughs> again, this is just some shit bag tied right. to a bed. Right. That's it. That's all he is. And, and honestly, she's like, you're going to help me hunt vampires. And she says, okay. And then he says, are we still going to have sex? And they do. And they do. They do have sex. And it's like, why? She, why? That, that is the wildest. Okay. I really. I, yeah. Okay. Let's. So, we got an hour on this, Dave. <laughs> we, yeah. we got plenty of time. So, Let's do it. Man. The idea of the scene 
a she has disguised herself as a sex worker. And the idea by much having like a drink, early scenes. by taking the drink in, yes, like not even but by wearing an outfit like, or anything. <laughs> no, right, no, okay. But then she she goes in and she acts all ditzy and like playful, like ah, oh, we're gonna do it, yeah, and ties him up. So the idea of a scene like this is it's an expect it's a setup and a payoff, which is she's disguising herself as a sex worker so she can tie him up to S and M. It's not particularly clever, but there's a through line, and then uh oh, she doesn't have sex with him because he's a piece of shit. And she's just recruiting. And because she's a human and being then, who like has sex when she chooses to for good reasons, in theory. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And then the punchline, and again, I'm not saying any of this is good, it just it makes sense, it's logical, is the character says, Oh, so we're not gonna have sex after after all. Right. And then it's like wah wah uh, yeah, and ha, cut ha, away. Ha, right. That's the joke. Right. They do th- all of that, and then at the end she goes, Oh, but let's have sex. And she has sex with this guy who looks he looks like he was he looks like he was soaking in a fucking trough. Like I can't I can't stress enough he looks they make him heinous. purposefully yeah. look disgusting. He's heinous. And she just fucks the guy. It, and that's exactly the Iwi Bull like instinct where it's like he doesn't understand he's a child. He doesn't understand where he's like, Oh, wouldn't it be funny if she did fuck him? And it's like, no, it doesn't make any sense. And it's not there's no punchline there. It's not funny. You're just like a horny child. That's his misogyny playing out, I think. Like, th- yeah. like to me, this is when people talk about misogyny in movies, this is one of the great examples of it, I would say, where like the woman suddenly loses agency or character or thought right. process or anything that would make having sex a decision and instead becomes literally a toy for whatever males in the scene to play with. Yeah, like, and whatever male is behind the camera to exactly. play with, too. Yeah. And we don't see this, the sex uh, scene, so like it's not exploitative no, in I, that way. No, no. My theory, actually, is I don't think the actress knew. I think this was a post-production decision. Because oh, when he says, are yeah. we going to have sex? Like, again, that is a punctuation. You end the scene. Like, that is, that is a full s- story, right? Again, it's not great, but it is a beginning, middle, and end. Guy thinks he's going to have sex. Woman ties him up, interrogates him, recruits him. He goes, aren't we still going to have sex? She gives like a funny smile and then you cut away. They do all that and then they cut to outside of the door and they add sex sounds. Right. And so my my assumption is that in post he was like, but wouldn't it be funny if he, she like fucked him? And it's like, yeah, I mean that undercuts the entire point. But sure. It's the kind of thing you... Uh, and that's what you, they did. You would do it maybe in a sketch, like a, like throwing the misogyny part of it out. Yeah. You might do it in a or, sketch because undermining the content can be funny in a sketch. In a narrative, right. you break the entire system when you do that shit. Yep. Or I would argue this is acceptable but still not good. You make him like a hot himbo. Right. You make yes. him desirable. Right, exactly. Yes. And and then at the end he's like, So we're still not gonna fuck in her like, All right. like looking it <laughs> yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, and then and then it's like there's she has agency, she has decided to do this, but he is again just this like shitty he's he's like a fucking the kind of person you'd see at Deadwood. Like yeah. he's that level of shitty, he's not likable, and he is somehow rewarded with this. And it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's so weird. It's it's a thing. There's no chance that this character would do. Like, right, it just would never happen. Right, that's the thing. It's not even if he was a himbo. She's a serious character who's trying to like get revenge. So it still wouldn't be good. It would at least be a little better. But like, she's trying to recruit people to fucking get revenge, uh, to save children. Right. So like, maybe set it aside for a couple nights. 
Yeah. Anyway, I mean, like, I'm not trying to, like, beat my chest about morality here, but it was, like, such a startling, like, it really took you out of the film, or it's like, yeah. what? Uh, what we're describing here, by the way, is it's like the fire hose tactic of misinformation, where the movie blasts so much nonsense that it's layers upon layers, where, like, this is still a recruitment scene, and, like, that alone, I still can't get over that that was improperly done. Like, there's just, there's so much to like dissect, I mean, in the yeah, sequence, absolutely. it's hard to keep up. Every every beat of it requ- like requires like being pulled apart and like put back together for context. Yeah, uh, and we're not going to do that because we have other things. It's to exhausting. Do. It's too it's much. Exhausting. So then they cut to a scene where that I feel like should have happened. I'm going to say 40 minutes earlier, and that scene right. is. The people in the town go, we should do something about these vampires. (laughs) So like they're like, you know, one guy's like, you know what? You know what I'm getting sick of? These vampires. (laughs) So the mayor's like, I got a plan, guys. It's incredible. What's the plan, says the writer who we're basically following at this point? Let's lie to the vampires about the railroad. And the writer's like, I don't think that's gonna work. And the mayor's like, Well, that's the only plan there is. And that's all we got. (laughs) That's it for the for the town. They all look sadly like, I guess we're going to try that then. <laughs> that's, <laughs> it. that's it. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Uh, it was incredible because at this point, there's no reason to show it. There's literally no reason to show it because we're not going to follow the town. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're not yeah, doing why would that. We? And they don't actually see that plan play out at all. So it doesn't matter. And it's way right. too late. Like there's so many reasons why I don't need it. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even remember this really. Like yeah. this is one of those parts where yeah. I just like check the fuck out because yeah. it's like the moment people are talking in a room and it's pitch black. I don't care. I just like again. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't care. It's like it Nyquil for me. me to sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like warm milk. I'm right out. Yeah, I totally yeah. understand. This is when I wrote the note. Why don't the townsfolk just leave? Why don't they? <laughs> the vampires don't give a shit what they're doing, right? They again, they take over the town. And they're like, and we're gonna have like a government, and we're gonna yeah. Like, the fact that they have a hanging for blood rain, and they don't just kill her on sight. Right. It's like, what are you trying to have a fucking? Does it not count unless it's like legal? Like what's going on? Right. What, like right. What what trial and tribute and and pomp and circumstance right. is important to you as vampires? Again, they're trying to do like a Deadwood thing where it's like we take over the town, we have the mayor in our pocket, and it's like you're a vampire. <laughs> you can just, you just kill everyone yeah. and live there. Yeah. <laughs> and because what you is, don't, what is you happening? Don't, you don't look like vampires. Nobody fucking has to know. You right. I mean? You need this to look good on the books. Yeah. Is someone going to audit you and be like, "Why did you kill Blood Rain here?" And there's no reason to. You're going to jail. Again, like, I what's happening? I believe these vampires are doing this for the benefit of the writer. Like it's all yeah. like we're putting on a great it's show the game. for you. It's Michael Douglas yeah. is the game. That's right. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The way the movie ends only reinforces this opinion. It does yeah. because boy, boy, what a choice! What a, <laughs> what what a, a choice. choice! Anyway, so th- the writer, by the way, is I thought he was going to be the comedic, like r- the comic relief, and he's not. He's just like bumbling and weird. Well, and that's it. He has one of my favorite beats in a movie uh, in the third act here, so I don't want to skip too far ahead. Sure, uh, it's incredible. Uh, yeah, and I, I'll I'll just say that. So like, right. Uh, so, so I wrote, show up in town. Well, so I wrote down the note at this point when they were finally stepping into town. 
Uh, now that we're in the third act, what does Rain want again? <laughs> like, why does she no, care? Uh, yeah. Why are why does she want to okay. stop vampires when they're everywhere? Very, very good question. Because I thought she was going after the kids that she was friends. You with. just assumed. I don't. Yeah. I don't think at the end when the kids finally get out, I don't think she even talks nope, to them. She gets. She just bails. That's it. Yeah. She doesn't even. I guess she has no idea why she's she's completely forgotten the thread. She just wants to kill vampires, and that's fine. But then don't create a personal uh, motivation at the start of it. It's right. It, just like, don't involve. Make it. her an assassin with no personal loyalty. Just like make her the man with no yeah. name. That's like a great make her trope. Mad Max. Yeah. Well, this this trope yeah, where really, she just leaves afterwards. And yeah. again, I know Uwe Boll's seen Italian westerns. He keeps imitating them the whole time. Every Clint right. Eastwood character for like the first ten films of his career that are that are westerns are all people with no motive other than justice. She could have easily right. been that, you know. Yeah, uh, but she isn't. They, no, have, she they isn't. gave her weird motivations. <laughs> they kind of. Uh, did. And then yeah. this is when they like they call themselves again the fucking Brimstone Group, and I was like, okay, like, sure. are, is this priest? Was this priest brims? You know what would have an easy way to fix that scumbag recruitment scene? Have them all reveal that they have the fucking necklace at least. Yes, like the brimstone or a tattoo where it's like, or oh, whatever or a hood or something. Yeah, yeah, they're just part of the secret society right. and they're being collected. Right. That's why uh, anything. That's why I thought again, Assassin's Creed. You know. Yeah. Uh, I can't stress enough that she just recruits the most random characters with with no skills, and so they come into town. Uh, and, and then she, I know they start, this is again where I started to black out, but I remember the home alone hanging trap where she walks in on <laughs> Billy the kid and he is He's set sitting, up in a chair booby trap. <laughs> he sits uh, in a chair while it happens to see it yep. happen. <laughs> yeah. She opens it. the door and there's a rope tied to the door. <laughs> I am not making this up. With pulleys. It is tied. There are it's pulleys. a pulley system. That Billy the Kid has constructed or asked someone to construct knowing that she was going to come through the front door. Several police. Why, <laughs> why she went through the front door? No idea. She opens the door. The pulleys uh, create this weight system. This giant weight. This stone weight. That, yeah. That he had dragged in here, apparently. That is attached <laughs> to the other end of the kids. And it's got five nooses and five kids. And so as she opens the door, they start to hang the kids. So she has to hold on to the rope and keep it in place. Somebody, some shitty vampire had to build this, had to go and build these pulleys and hang them from the ceiling and get the angle just right. He sat down with his vampire and he's like, with a piece of paper, he's like, so here's what I want. Here's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Yeah. Here's what I want to Six nooses. They're all hanging from the ceiling. I need two pulleys probably. And the shitty vampire is like, fuck. Completely reliant on her opening the front door to go in to confront him. Like, oh, no windows. She's not going to break through anything. No. Front door. She might as well knock. It's, it's, and like, you can tell that that's what happened because he's been sitting in that chair for ages waiting for this moment. Like, it just thrilled him. Don't worry, because this is going to be great. It's like Like, mousetrap. It's like that board game mousetrap where we're all waiting for the fucking mousetrap to happen. That's what this is for this guy. I couldn't. I can believe this. It, it was, and then yeah. when it happens, she's holding the rope. She has so much trouble with this. And again, it's one of those moments where I thought, what do vampires do? Are they super fast? Doesn't look like <laughs> they invent it. Machines? Can they fly? <laughs> yeah. Like, is there nothing she can do with her super strength and speed? Does she have her that? Vampire. Yeah. Does she have it? 
I don't know. Bullets seem to kill her like everybody else. Like, is the only benefit the fact that she can heal when she drinks blood? Is that it? Because she can't do anything about this situation. I think she's Nothing. she's just Wolverine without any strength or anything. I think that's all. Yeah. It is. So like, so she's just sitting there struggling. Yes. Yeah, well, she is. I mean, to be fair, she is supporting the weight of six children. <laughs> it's yeah. Not like it's a small oh, amount yeah. of weight. That would be hard. It's like six hundred pounds. Vampire. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. It's very confusing. I just need to say, I'm sorry, because we skipped over this little beat that I thought was very funny. Sure. Sure. It happens before the elaborate pulley thing, which is a gift to all of us. So yes. before that happens, they have a, like the posse rides into town and the preacher has a confrontation with one of the vampires who's going to shoot him. And the preacher's like, do you know what these vampires say about you behind your back? And by convincing this vampire <laughs> that they say bad things about him, he turns and joins the other team. I forgot about that. <laughs> it was, See, it was like, so what? hard because, again, I can't tell any of these fucking honkies apart. It, it was just like, it's so there's so much of that where it's like, don't say anybody's name. Have them randomly switch sides. Have vampires and humans die exactly the same. There's just it's like the movie is like a shell game where it's purposefully trying to make you confused. Yeah, it's, because yeah, it's really uh, it, this vampire switching sides. It's like what the fuck is even happening? It, it obliterates your sense of narrative symmetry for sure. Yeah, uh, Billy the Kid sitting in the chair uh, continues to make puns. He makes several puns. And it's one of the greatest moves a villain's ever made. It's, it's wonderful. The hanging, like the kill, the kids acting is very bad in a way that makes it very funny. And the right. ropes look like shit. The ropes yes. are not even around their necks. It looks awful. <laughs> Just if awful. I were on this set, I would continuously have to like, go outside and hold my head in my hands. Like, this is all just the worst. What the fuck are we doing? Like, there'd be so many, like, I feel like crew members should just quit on the spot. The, where they're like, what is this? The production designer is, like, flying out of, t- like, is, like, quitting and becoming, a, like, an art teacher or something. Yeah. Like, like this is this is such a dis- demoralizing job. Yes, there uh, should be rock bottom for so many people it's involved. It's really, really good. Billy grim. the Kid... And yeah, the kids aren't convinced. No one's convinced. Billy the Kid is like, he has his hand on like the face of one of the kids. Yeah. And his thumb is like near her eye and he's like rubbing and it's like, what are you, what are you doing, doing, man? Right. What are you Stop doing? Stop it. It's really shitty This and scene dumb. is out of control. Well, this is, the, so I, maybe you'll think I'm insane for this observation, Dave. This is the moment where I realized that Billy the Kid had a Transylvanian accent. <laughs> like it Same, finally, yeah. if, no, I wrote, it I occurred wrote to me notes. here. I literally wrote in my notes, is he from Transylvania yes. at this point? Because yes. Yes. I think what that says is that the character wasn't doing the accent very well. It wasn't clear until now that he was from Transylvania. Yep. And this is the point where that really soaked in for me. And I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Billy the Kid is, tra- is... Is that his Transylvanian name? Yeah. What's what, happening? Yeah, what, what could this mean? What could be happening? So... To my was adult. he like William the Child <laughs> the First over in Transylvania and then changed it when he came yeah. here? What is Billy the Kid's fucking story? <laughs> What's his real name? William Dracula? And he fucking changed yeah. it over here. 
Uh, Transylvania. Yeah, it's completely baffling. Okay, so there's that. Meanwhile, the film does yet another thing that just delighted me, and it starts to return of the Jedi this this sequence. And what I mean by that is they decide to have three conflicts that are happening simultaneously, and you're sort of intercutting against yep. them. And, like and I could not follow and any it, of it them. It becomes completely incomprehensible. They have emperor-like moments that are very funny. Uh, yep. So it's that all that shit is incredible. One of the threads, and definitely my favorite, is the town starts to get like we got to do something about this again, right? Yeah. So like they're trying to get they're trying to hulk up enough to go out there with some guns and kill these vampires. Now bear in mind, there's like fifty townspeople. There's plenty. Right. There's plenty of townspeople, and there's like. I don't know, 20 vampires out there. Yeah, and I get the instinct here, which is, like you said, the Star Wars of it all, where it's like, let's follow three different groups and all everything, you know, converges. And it's like, you just, you're not good enough. No. And you haven't earned that. No. So to to prolong this, again, because that's part of what Return of the Jedi did, is like try to prolong all the action sequences by intercutting them. It ends up taking like 15 minutes of this movie for the town to get motivated enough to literally yes. leave the room. And it's, it's, it is wonderful. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, I just deeply thrilled me. Uh, yep. Yeah. And this is where like they, they're just shooting vampires and that's working. Sure. And it's right. like, yeah. okay, I guess that yeah. was always an option. Right. So one thing that came out of the DVD commentary that I'm just going to add for Dave's benefit, I think, <laughs> is, is that, so like, uh, Uva Bowl, <laughs> having watched a bunch of Italian Westerns, told the whole crew, it's not about the shootout, it's about the buildup to the shootout. Like that oh. was that was the goal. That was the goal with all the action, which sequences. was also bad. <laughs> right. It's, it's not about the bad shootout. It's a bad, bad lead up. Well, so the problem is the bad shootout. The, the problem is, and like you hear him say, like yes, it takes forever to shoot. Like he's in his German accent, right? He, yeah. Like he he also gets exasperated with the waiting time, but he thought that's still a good idea. So like right. he has all these intercutting scenes where <laughs> they're still building up to anything happening. <laughs> and nothing happens. Yeah. And, Nothing's uh, happening. It's no, that's where great. that's where I blacked out because I swear to God, I missed like ten minutes. Yeah. And then when I came back, it has not the action hadn't started yet. Yep. You're right. It's just this it's it's like I you you're it again, it dares you mm-hmm. to pay attention. Yeah. It's just like, no, I can't pay attention See if to you just care. This, See if like you can Billy, care. the kid just sits there and talks yep. for a while. Yep, in puns. And it's like just yep. fucking do the scene. Yeah. Yeah, it's really great. Uh, I thought at this point, and this is about 10 minutes into this, right? I thought at this point it would have been incredible if the town never got motivated enough to leave that room. <laughs> like the action happens, and right as they step outside, it's like, yeah, yeah it's already over. Yeah, it's already over. That would have been amazing, yeah. <laughs> would have been That incredible. would have been an actual comedic beat. Would have no. been good. Uh, so <laughs> they do step out, and uh, the mayor gets shot almost immediately by you know yes. one of the vampires. Uh, which is very funny, which causes the writer to run all the way back inside. <laughs> That's yep. it for him. <laughs> yep. He just cowards yeah, he out. He never proves himself. He cowards out in- entirely. Yeah, and then I think it's just one lady shoots a vampire. Yeah. Like, it's just one old lady is the yeah. only one who actually does anything. Yeah. This is the part where I wrote down, people take 200 years to shoot or be shot in this movie. Yeah. It takes This is forever. where it got really, like... The priest, I think, dies. A, a bunch. I think the brimstone people die. I'm not even certain because it's so dark. There's a lot of like people shooting at each other, but you don't really quite know where they are in relation to each other because it's all these like medium shots without like showing the the actual like 
the layout. And so they're just like ducked behind things shooting and it's dark and you can't tell them apart. Uh, yeah. It, and it's, then it's, yeah, it, it, the lighting is never, the lighting is never lit in such a way that uh, you have a sense of like starlight or ambiance yeah. in the room or light filling the room. It's always like sort of like basically black with like face light here and there. And it looks very, yeah. very, uh, it's hard to. It looks like it was people. lit with candles. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, but yeah, but yeah. it doesn't have enough. But not light. in a good way. Yeah, like candles. Not actually, in the Kubrick way. Yeah, right. See, exactly, because Kubrick actually did candlelight, and candles actually get yeah. more light in a room than this did. Right. Uh, yeah, this yeah. felt like they just couldn't afford lights. Uh, they were just buying things at like lights at Home Depot and putting them up. Uh, and so Blood Rain, I, I don't even remember how she gets out of this predicament, but she, I remember she that she flips and cuts all the nooses with her blade. And right. they all... it's so yeah, it's so fast and nonsense that you're just like, OK, I guess that worked. I remember she swings her blades at Billy the Kid and doesn't seem to hit him. And then he falls down uh, <laughs> and I couldn't figure that one. They out. have a wonderful moment that's, again, very anime. Where, yeah. uh, like, you know, their their fight has come to a draw, which is such an anime thing. And so they're, right. like, they step back, like, they they step back from each other with their weapons trained on each other. Billy the Kid has two pistols pointed at her. She has those stupid fucking knives. And she's <laughs> backing away from him, and it's like, why doesn't yep. he just shoot her now? It's like, it looks like we have a standoff. And it's like, that's it's not like, how no, knives work. <laughs> If if they both had guns, that's not like that John Woo gun thing. I'm always thinking like, just pull the trigger. Just shoot it. Like the other person won't. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, in this case, there is no draw here. She, yeah, he just has to shoot her. Instead, he like kicks her outside right into the action. Um, And there's the shootout happening out there. We we said there's a Gatling gun. Yes. Um, Which gets confiscated by the angelic hero who is nameless and doing everything important in this movie. Yes, he goes, doing he, everything. He takes it, shoots all the appropriate people with that weapon at the appropriate time. <laughs> like yes. that, that's that's what happens. He's a sniper who fixes all the problems. Yep, including Billy the Kid, who yeah. the one thing we know about his powers is that he takes bullets like a boxer takes punches. They've established multiple times bullets <laughs> don't kill him, and then they just kill him with bullets. Yeah, <laughs> that's then, it for him. And uh, yeah, it's just like, huh. So, okay, like, you just, all right. And then uh, they do stake him, but, like... Sure, sure, for extra, extra po- dead, yeah. Yeah, but they show him multiple times just not even flinch at bullets. He runs into the bullets. And then his weakness, also bullets. Yes. <laughs> bullets at the right time in the run time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a fuck you to the audience. Like, what an amazing fuck you. Yeah. Of just, like... We don't care. We just don't care. So, like, like that's what they're saying. So, I think, again, I I don't think that Yuva Bull is a great filmmaker, but like this feels to me very much like the product of the money probably came through for this idea. Right. They didn't have a script. The money came through. They had to shoot. <clears throat> so, like, just fucking throw something together. And when you're in a situation like that, and it happens a lot to independent films, what happens is that you're constantly, as a director, having to decide, okay, does that matter enough? Does it matter enough I need to do something about yeah. it, or can I live without oh, it? Oh, 
I think there was a lot of coping. Yeah. Like I think, absolutely. for example, at this point, they're like, we need to kill Billy the Kid. How do we do it? And they're like, well, the Gatling gun. And they're like, yeah, but we established bullets don't kill him. And it's like, yeah, but that's like a lot of bullets. And it's like, yeah, 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 it's a lot yeah, of bullets. It'll be yeah, fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. 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 And it's like, no, it's not fine. It, it's silly and weird. Like, I think there's a lot of coping on this set These where are... they. Like where it's like, whoa, we didn't we didn't point out who these guys are, and they're like, yeah, they'll they'll get they'll us. They'll see their faces. They'll know who like, they are. Yeah, right. yeah, it's stuff like that. It, this is a thing. It does happen a lot on films where the director ends up having to pull a trigger on a decision that's a compromise, and they have to assess at this from this vantage point, is this important to the finished film? And right. a great filmmaker uh, is a filmmaker who has planned enough to avoid the situation the best they can. You can never avoid it yeah. entirely. But when they make a decision like that, they're right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's what, the, in this case, they were not right. And that's the problem. <laughs> no, know? they were not right. Yeah. yeah and I, I mean, I've been, I've done both as a director. I've done both. I've made decisions that were wrong and I've made the sure. right one. You know, so like, I'm not here to like ba- bang on the guy. I'm just saying this is why it happened. I think that's what it feels like to me. Yeah, you know, this is why. I no, no, he's he's constantly fighting budget, but he's not good enough to actually make those decisions. I think about this all the time. I think about this with people like Neil Breen, with any indie, any any bad um, like Tommy Wiseau, where they make a movie right, and it's it's bad, and people often say like, "Oh, look how like Birdemic," where they're like, "Look how funny and cheap this is," and it's like, here's the thing: they had money, maybe even a couple million. Uh, it's not the problem. Isn't the budget? The problem is they didn't know what to do with the budget, and they, they overextended it. it. Yeah, they didn't know how to manage yeah. it. Yeah, and they do stuff where they're like, and they don't know what story to tell. You don't make a movie like Birdemic with a budget that's you know an indie budget. You make Clerks. You know, you make you make the the story that fits your budget too. It's and if that limits you, so be it. You have to be limited. It's really so tough, that's what's though. happening here. Is he, he wants to make these like grand vampire movies, and it's like I'm sorry, you don't have the ability you not, just not don't have these the budget. resources but again he had a 25 million dollar budget and it wasn't any better right so there, there's because i also don't think he knows how to tell a, a story that isn't pew 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 sword fighting like all his all of his movies are this shit because he doesn't have the he like again you, yeah you give one of us 25 million we'll figure out like an, a good story to tell that's within that budget uh and that's not, that's a lot of money like you said like you could that's do a, a lot, lot of there. money I could make five movies with that, you know, like, yeah. uh, and again, yeah. I, I, again, I'm not banging on the guy like he sucks. I'm just saying like to assess what this means, you know, like, right. I, like I do think there's a sense in which time made his situation untenable. Like that's what it looks like to me. But also right. you, you keep bringing up and I think you're right that he actually had more resources uh, and other people have done better with those resources. And it's like, yeah, yeah. there's also a sensibility problem here. There's a eh, who gives a shit about these this connecting tissue stuff that you just right. He doesn't can't think do it's it. important. Right, like you know who's he fucking doesn't... awesome at this. You know who's awesome at this? Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Yeah, is I was gonna say Michael awesome Bay. At the stuff I would that argue Uva Roland Emmerich is also good at it. Um, Pretty Roland good Emmerich, at it. Yeah, I mean, not always. He's, well, he's yeah. I would all right. I, I I guess I would argue that Roland Emmerich is doesn't care in a way that's entertaining, uh, and he has the budget. To yes, not that's matter. right. Where he just throws away exposition. You're like, really? That's how we're doing it? Donald Sutherland's going to show up for one scene, explain everything, and then shoot himself? All right. <laughs> sure. 
That's that's but bold, also but you still get the information you need to care if you want to. And yeah, in the time you know? in the place you need it and stuff. Yes. Yeah, Iwi Bull, like he doesn't even fucking give you the information. He doesn't think it's important. What he thinks is important is shooting cool, sexy action scenes. The problem is he's also bad at that. Yeah, I mean, well, like, I'd say wouldn't the it be amazing? Stuff, Sorry, wouldn't it be amazing he, if he was given like a dramatic like a like a really dramatic uh, movie, and he aced it, and was like, "I hate this, <laughs> I hate doing this." Like, what if he's amazing you know, at like art know. house films, and he just hates it? <laughs> I want that I world mean, for him. I have a feeling, like, because I, I think that's who Michael Bay is. Like, I, Michael Bay came right. out of an art school, and I think he, like, I think he wanted to be at least initially in his film career, like a like you know to make these like high pristine dramas, right. And the stuff. deepest and like, film he ever made, I believe, was The Island, right? That's the most surreal probably. and creative he ever gets. And yet he... Well, I, I mean, he's very creative with camera, but y- yes, as a storyteller, you're totally right. As a story, I think he yeah. just sort of... He fell into this, like, this kind of story that he can tell really as well as anybody, and that's what he makes. And I, I don't know what Yuva Bull's thing is, like what he really is. I can say that he's never. I know you're not. He's never you're, used the resources in a way that made the action stuff work. He's never done. Yeah, that. you. You, you keep know? saying you you don't want to bang him, but like, I kind of want to bang him because I sure. don't. I don't think he's. I I think uh, it is. It is feel elitist, and it's like who am I to say it? I just. It's not good enough. <laughs> like it, it comes no, it down to enough. like. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's not. like. It's like, like we said, Blood Rain could have been made for $25 million easily. He didn't overextend himself. He just doesn't know how to make movies. And I think what makes it... I think what it is is that... What makes it not about talent? Because it's not like, oh, some people just don't have it what it takes. It's not that. It's that he's incurious about how to actually make something. It's the sensibility. I think he, he thinks he's great. And he doesn't care to learn how to be better. And that's, I think, what it comes down to is that he, I think there's an ego element where he's just like, I'm amazing at this. I think about Neil Breen, um, who I brought up again, who, who makes really bad movies. He recently came out with a five-hour director's workshop where he like taught his art. And it's like, oh, my really? God. Yeah, and he makes his movies are embarrassing. But like you realize that where it's like, oh, he's in some sort of fucking bubble where he thinks I am really good at this. And that's why they continue to make like shit like this, because that's the only way. Right. Is you make a movie, it fails. What you should say is, how do I grow? Right. Well, people I should be saying that all the time. I don't know. I think if these are people who refuse to learn things so, and just say it's them. They're the problem. I'm going to keep doing my thing. So. So again, here, the the other question that we never ask about these kind of people, and we probably should, is right. do they agree with the standard by which people measure success? So like, right. In, also, in, hold on for a second. Oh no, go on. So yeah. in in his case, and I know filmmakers like this, like I don't. Right. His success is I'm getting these movies made and I'm making money doing it. Like I'm I'm doing it. Are you doing it? That's, right. That's his but, success measurement, and by that me- metric, he's it's working for him. You but know? is he making money doing it? Is Huey Bull because we money. said sure. these movies tank, don't they? They lose money. But he's making money. He's personally oh, making right. money. That's what I mean. Like there's a lot of like uh, you know how hard it is to make a film. It's really You're right. hard. It's, it's and he's it's doing the it. Thank you. 
it's the I think you should leave Santa thing. Yeah. Where he's like, and they have to pay me that money, even if I do a bad job. Well, that's... <laughs> he keeps saying that. Like, it's that where he's like, yeah, I still personally make money doing these, and someone's allowing me to do it. That's why I get frustrated with films that are not good. It's why I don't like watching bad movies, generally speaking. Yeah. Because, like, I'm like, dude, I would kill for a film, and, like, I don't want it to go to people who aren't who don't do good jobs or don't care. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, it, like, yeah, for me, it's... For me, it's about why, like, Bull, I think he might think he's Ed Wood. Like, I think he yes, knows he to some that. extent people laugh at his movies. Yes. The problem is that, I, I, I mean, maybe you could say the same thing about Ed Wood, is that there's a lack of passion. Like, th- that's the thing is, like, I, that's why Neil Breen takes some very tremendous swings. And he thinks he's a fucking genius. Um, Tommy Wiseau, The Room take some big swings and there's like a level of passion where it's like what you're doing isn't good, but you really, you really tried. Uh, and there's, there's when there's like passion behind it with Yui bowl, it's like the movies feel mediocre is mediocre is of course the thing that bugs me more than anything. And like, I think that attitude exists everywhere from his films to big budget Hollywood films, studio films, which is like that feeling of like, Oh, you just you don't care. No, uh, and yeah, that's, this is a that's, business to you, and that's all, right? Yeah, and that's the thing is like maybe I'm wrong about him, but his movies reflect that. This like, oh, you're just yeah, like you don't actually care about telling a story. You're not interested in this. Uh, you're just shitting out these movies one after another, and it's it's I I feel that in the the asylum movies as well, where it's like they know they're bad, but like that's their business is like drunk people ironically buying their movies, and like it's all cynical. It's just like I don't know, man. There like I, a, I'd rather watch a bad movie made by someone who really tried. I would too. And really like and and, and and also was bad in a way that they didn't recognize. That's why Tommy yeah. Wiseau is more pleasurable to watch than Yuva Bull, uh, because yeah. I think Yuva Bull is a much more talented filmmaker, and I don't think it's close. Uh, but he has no passion. I, I don't, it, or well, I think his sensibility I is... Detect. I think his sensibility is, I like this schlocky stuff, and this is good enough. Whereas Tommy Wiseau is like really trying to make a film because he loves it, and, and yeah. doesn't really have the capacity to do it. At least not at that time. He didn't. Right. And th- so that made a, a thing that was much more pure and less cynical, and I think that was very charming. I mean, you should know yeah. there is a whole swath of people who are filmmakers and film audiences out there who like things that are dumb and confusing and brainless and schlocky. Like, oh, that I'm exists. one of them, obviously. Nah, no, you're but- not, man. No, you're not. You, you watch you watch so many more films than just that. There's a lot of right. people who, like, I, like, and I, I don't mean this in a pejorative way, they love to get together with their friends, like, you know, and like maybe get high or whatever and watch something very, very dumb they can laugh at. And that's all they yeah. watch. And this fits I the just, bill, right? See, I don't think it completely does. I think it does sometimes, but then there's long stretches. I guess that's when you talk over the film right. and you don't You don't care. care. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not. This it's is, just there's not enough visually here. Like. No. That is also entertaining. It's kind of just it's just like the most entertainment I got from this was like why why is this yeah. the way it is yeah not like oh my god look at that wild thing that he did you know what i mean like there's nothing over the top here there's no nicholas cage shit no where it, no, it's, no no it's not yeah. it's not bad in a fun way this feels like the kind of movie someone would put on for that intention and then they get halfway through and they go 
let's watch something else. Like that's what that feels like. Right. It's just because I think it's that. missing. Yeah. It's missing that passion. Like that's the thing is it's missing. I think for those movies to work, there has to be some level of like the people involved giving a shit a little bit. I think there's, so I think that part of it is that it's hard for us to get invested in it because it, it doesn't do the narrative work necessary for us to track the journey. So we check out on it. Like again, like that, that connective tissue is really the difference between something like face off or a Michael Bay film and a blood rain. Right. Like I know that they're different in terms of magnitude and budget and artistry, but really the difference between them is that this is a bad movie made by somebody who understands what you need to know when and therefore is a professional director. And this is a film made by somebody who doesn't know what you need to know when and therefore you don't care about it. And he slowly gets less and less money for his films. Yeah. You know, that is the big difference is the it's the mechanical. How does a story work? It's almost a writing sensibility. Oh yeah, you know? no, 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 for sure. It's it's the it's the specific beats versus the broad strokes. Where you look at like something like Face Off, and you're like, this is stupid. But like the person who's directing it knows how to direct. The writing Absolutely. is yes. adequate. There's still many oh, plot holes in Face Off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like the performances are adequate, right? Or the performances are people who are like, I'm going to go over the top because this is bullshit. The script. Um, whereas this is just like. The, the script itself, honestly, I think was the an script, afterthought. Yes, yeah. but you could take the script and make it over the top with the right performances and the right directing. And like if these scenes at the end were awesome in some way, you know, like if heads were popping, you know, and it was like there, there's a way to take this shitty script and make it entertaining in the action yeah, and in the it moment. To, give it to Edgar Wright. I mean, honestly, yeah. like that's a guy who I think is perfect at what Yuva Bull is trying to do here. You know, what right. I mean? like trying to like making interesting, tense action stuff with like nonsensical reasons behind it. Like, yeah, he's perfect at that. Um, he would never work on a script like this, but imagine he was forced to, right? Like you chain, right? You chain him oh, to the camera or whatever, and say, "Oh, you I work I, with I, the script." I, He'd do a great I job. Wanna ma- I would love to make a reality show where you force like good directors to do <laughs> shitty movies. Get Careful, Spielberg Dave. on this. Careful, Dave, because you're going to put it in the world and it's going to suddenly exist. I know? want it to exist. I I've wanted do. it to exist for a while. <laughs> uh, we never, we never finished talking about the fucking. Uh, We're never uh, gonna finish, Dave. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I, I just noted they they kill him and then the kids come out and again the parents don't care that half of them are dead. They don't grieve. And then yeah, uh, they give them they give each other a hug that's like, oh, you were on vacation. It's nice to see yeah. you again. She literally yeah. says, Sally didn't make it. And the mother goes, I know, sweetheart. And my thought is, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know that? Right. And why don't you care? Right. Right. She's like, I saw the scene. We're actors, honey. It doesn't matter. <laughs> We're acting in the scene. It's fine. Don't we worry. Have five minutes until rap, sweetheart. That's all there is. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. Yeah. It's very, Blood uh, rain. it's very thrown together for sure. Yep. The, uh, the writer becomes the sheriff. Yes, for no they reason. Deputize the fucking writer at the end. He's the sheriff yep. now, uh, and he's not good. He hasn't shown any bravery or ability to be a sheriff. No, he ran back inside because of the violence. Yep, he chickened and out again. Like, you did it. You did it. You're the sheriff now, and it's like really. Uh, and then Blood Rain leaves, it's and like, that's the movie. It's it's like putting Benedict Arnold back in charge of the Colonial Army. It's like well, he can't do that. That's the, yeah. That's the worst Why would person. He do that? 
You know, like maybe you might want yeah. to try recruiting. Send a telegram yeah. looking for sheriff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't just grab the first person you see. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, this guy can't do it. Yeah. You know? It was literally them standing there like, we need a sheriff. Uh, how, <laughs> I how don't know you. you. I mean, yeah. Are you interested? <laughs> yeah, I got nothing to do. Yeah. He barely won the election over one of the children that was separated. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. That's it. You know? It would have been better if one of the children had been the sheriff. Uh, 100%. I would have believed that if one of the fucking Weasleys. Yeah. Uh, that would have been better. Then Blood Rain 3 would be just like child vengeance. You know right. what I mean? It's like a bunch of kids murdering yep. vampires for three hours, and we would like that. Yep. You know? Why? Dude, I don't know why you're asking whatever this is. <laughs> I don't know why, Dave. Why anything? Why, Dave? No, the child plot is so... Again, it, it, they don't follow up on those kids at the beginning. Uh, they they don't follow up on anything. Is this why I even have the kid plot? That's why I, that's movie. why I got bummed about it. Because yeah. because like it because again, I think it was like a the calculus was it's a cheap way to get people to like not the kids. Like it's right. it's cheap steaks and the whole time the kids are treated like cheap steaks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like anytime delicious we need cheap steaks. <laughs> delicious child steaks. Like for real, anytime they needed to up the tension, let's just bite a kid to death. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like maybe don't do that. But you know, like why? Maybe, yeah. 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 Don't make this movie. Just don't make the movie. I don't know what, I don't know why he made a sequel. I'm trying to figure out like what the calculus there was. Like, I, did he make money on this? There's no way. No, I, again, I think this is why I'm like, this is why I don't have much respect for him because it doesn't feel like he learns anything. It just feels like he's got this vision of what he, of what he needs to do and what he should do. And he doesn't react to any, anybody saying this is bad or this didn't make money and he just plows ahead and refuses to learn anything. Yeah. That's what it feels like is that he, he just is like, I'm making movies and if you don't like them, that's your problem. And they're not art. He's not making art. Like I'd understand if he thought he was making like art, if he was like, Oh, they're not for everybody, you know, but he's trying to make broad action movies and seems to refuse to learn how to do that and just keeps making bad ones over and over again where the action is bad. And so it must just be that he's like, he must, he must justify it by assuming he's like Ed Wood or something, or he's like Michael Bay. And he's like, yeah, no, they're, they're silly and they're dumb, but they're fun. And it's like, I'm, I don't know. They're not fun and they're not making money. So like I don't know how this how this gets made. I just don't. Well, would you be would you be delighted to hear that the third film that we have not yet watched had a budget of ten million dollars? Wow. What's the budget of this one? I'm looking it up right now. I'm trying to find it and I can't okay, find 10 it. Ten million. This one really feels like out of the three of them, this is the one that just like I don't think anybody but you and I has seen it. Other, yeah. other than uh, there's $167,000 worth of ticket revenue from the United Arab Emirates. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's who so watched again, it there. The one, we said this in the last episode, but what it comes down to is tax shelter or like money laundering. It like could It be. really feels it like that. when you watch these, you're like, they, they, I get, they, this one more than the other one felt like a porno without sex, right? Like it feels like the budget and plot of a porn. It wasn't, uh, but it there's wasn't, no sex. It wasn't sexy enough to give off that vibe. No, the but first you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, it had the you, same when you vibe. Watch, uh, yeah. yeah, when you watch a porn, 
we the part the point of a plot of a, a point of a plot of a porn. There we go. Thank you. Is to just get us to the next sex scene, right? Theoretically, um, yes. And this feels like it it has the same energy as that, but no sex scenes. That's why I feel like it's money laundering, where they're like, the point of this isn't to make a movie. It's just to get the thing done so that we can have the secret motive. Like, that's, right. that's what it feels like. Right, that way me. we it's can like, finally get the drug mules north of the border or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's like fucking Argo. So, where, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. something like that, where they're just like, there's a secret motive. Because no one involved seems to really care. And if there was sex in this, you'd know why. You'd say, oh, it doesn't matter because they're just fucking. But there's no sex in it. There's no violence. There's nothing to, like, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to, to enjoy. ground this film in yeah. pleasure. Uh, this film had a budget of ten million, according to oh. according to Blood Rain Wiki. <laughs> so, oh man, it, it, Blood Rain Wiki. The rest of its the rest of its uh, details are correct. Uh, so wow. I, I assume they must have gotten that from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, ten million dollars. I mean, again, it, its revenue was direct to video. So like, if you gave me ten million dollars, I'd never have to work again. Like I would be done. I'd be like, you know, you give anybody ten million dollars, that would change their life. Presumably, instead they made this. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Uh, did you know Billy the Kid is three hundred and fifty-seven years old? According to I did. Blood I read Rain that. Uh, yeah. I don't know where they got that number from. Uh, yeah, certainly not in the movie. Like, is this from like extended interviews or something? It's, no, I don't know, man. Like, I also... Yeah, like, probably. This feels like one of those. This feels like a Star Wars where they tweet out plot points that it should have been in the movie. Right. Like, okay, so, like, I know that you don't want to do this, but I, I, I'm going to take us this direction briefly, Dave. Like, okay. I also think that the railroads themselves, as a piece of this plot, were deeply under-considered. Because, <laughs> like... Because, <laughs> like... Okay. In what way? Well... Let's think this out. Let's imagine everything that Billy the Kid imagines is going to happen transpires, right? He takes over the town. He vampirizes everybody. Okay. So then what happens is these railroads are stopping in the town, and he's loading them up with vampires in passenger areas, right? The vampires then scatter to various various towns all over the city or the country. You're You're skipping a step. Okay. Thank you. He takes over the town, and a reporter writes in Chicago... There's a vampire town. Right, of course. The story leaks yes. that he was like, tell the story. Right. And what and what the government, what everybody would do is, I would simply Let's not stop the train Let's level that town. Let's, yes. Yeah. No more railroads or, there, and we're going to yeah. surround it with the army and destroy yeah. the town. Yeah. It turns out bullets kill them, so let's just yes. get the army there. Cannons kill everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Giant, like, uh, gut-sized bowling balls that you shoot from a cannon. That'll yeah. kill everybody. Yeah, you know? but yeah, assuming for some reason the reporter's story that Billy the Kid wants to be written, assuming it doesn't get, assuming Billy or the reporter dies or something, right? Go on with the the okay, plan great. as it's supposed great. to. Yeah. So like again, uh, we're supposing that you know, uh, like a terrorist cell, because that's clearly what the inspiration here was, right? Right. They're gonna send vampires off into various cities and make uh, vampire clones and stuff. So right, the same problem remains. That can't go further than, like, I don't know, one or two intervals before the government shuts down the railroads entirely. 
Right. Right. Like like railroads would go. Okay. So that's yeah. Those are gone. Right. So then what happens? Then they send the fucking army. You know what I mean? Like all they got to do is get one of these vampires in a in a chair, tie him up, and be like, "Where'd you come from?" And they find out, oh, it's all from this one city where Billy the Kid, a person they know, by the way, a well known villain. Uh, he's yeah. in this town, and they level the fucking town. Yeah, it's dumb. It's a dumb no, plan. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. You, I guess they always do this thing where they're like, they want to have an army. Um, I would argue when you this is a lot of movies, vampires wanting to take over the world alone. Why is would you dumb. want that? Yeah. Why would you yeah. want that? You need. Why food. would you want that? Yeah. And just live in your secret society for eternity. Why would a vampire that's like centuries old? Why would they care about world domination? They would. They are. They, yeah. They. They. They're just. They're just going to live out all of time. And it's like, what the, like, yeah. And you need them for food. Were you going to use like cattle? Are you going to just like do a cattle system? Uh, like why? What's the point? Like, why do you want more vampires? Why do you want vampire cities? Their, their best um, case scenario. To what end? Their best case scenario is to become like feudal lords. Like if they're going to yeah. live out in the open, right? If they're going to be like vampires when, exist, they got to yeah. establish a feudal system because they don't want to be like no vampire who becomes a vampire is like, I'm going to be the janitor of the world. That's right? the thing is if you create there's, I know there's a movie about this, but I don't remember it. But if you create, if you're like, we're going to have vampire cities in society, it's like, then you're just going to have to work jobs. Right. Do you like, just why want do you want job? that? Nobody yeah, wants you just want like you get to you just you're you're ruining the fun of being a vampire. You just have to work a job for eternity. <laughs> That's what you want. That's yeah, like it's, it's, it's what so a dumb plan. Weird. It makes so much more sense for for vampires to guard their vampireness and right to, to and have to, like their own little secret society. Right, and then to like make that secret society ultimately, if they again, if they want to unmask themselves as being and live out in public this way. They would become an aristocracy. That's what they would do. Yeah, and you right? would slow if you wanted to manipulate how things work. You do it from behind the scenes. Right. You go into yeah. Right. You go into politics. You you become rich. You become like a corporate rich person. It would be like Bill uh, Gates being like, "I want everyone to be rich." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, it's the opposite. That's not what they would right. do. Yeah, they want this power. They would have secret societies where they would just secretly control the world. They wouldn't fucking do this train plan. This stupid fucking train plan. No, it's it's really dumb. Now I'd like to consider yet another option that we haven't talked about yet, Dave. And I I, sure. I, I don't want to prolong this uh, this podcast arbitrarily, but sure. uh, I think it's fair to say that I do not believe uh, that Billy the Kid was from Transylvania. I think there's some version <laughs> of this. <laughs> I think no, I believe he's the kid from a Christmas story. Yes, thank you. That's the exact idea I would like to bring up and, and explore. Is it possible <laughs> somehow that Scott Farkas is playing a tr- Billy the Kid? I mean, the like, timeline is he'd have to Benjamin Buck, Buck, yeah, button. Benjamin Button, Benjamin Button, mm, yeah, that's he'd have to go backwards. Yeah, yeah that's problematic. I, that that seems like more magical than vampires. But he really does yeah. feel Farkasy this whole movie, doesn't he? He does. He yeah. is not nothing against the actor. But he is not mysterious vampire, <laughs> or maybe in a better movie. Maybe if they he had fine. better makeup on him, he, he just kind of looks. In this, he just kind of looks like the the dude at the goth club that everybody warns you about, where like the dude who comes to he comes on this the nights where they allow like like sixteen year olds into the club. Like he just seems like the the creepy old goth dude 
at a club that you're just like, yeah, stay away from him. He's well, weird. And he's the kind of dude who would like still wears cravats and like yep. and like wide brimmed hats long after nobody's wearing wide brimmed hats. Yeah. Like absolutely. he's got those sideburns that feel like they were borrowed from that MMA guy from the first movie. Yeah. Like he looks like he looks like Count Fortune. <laughs> like that's what he looks like. <laughs> He's got boy, weed he really written does. all over him. He really yeah. does. Anon is a vampire thrall. <laughs> <laughs> it really it is that. And again, it's not... You could take that actor and you could have him do a good performance and you yeah. could dress him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what they're doing with him. It's just like... It, they, they're, it's like they stress the, the fact that... Like, it, it doesn't... It's what it is. It doesn't help that I only know him as a small, shitty child other than this movie. So you just... That's all you kind of see. And he doesn't like break out of that from this role because this no. role isn't good well i mean he's doing the best he can like honestly i don't even know what else he could do like he's working well, he's working against the contacts and the sideburns and the hat yeah and the- here's what i'll say about him he's in other Ely bull movies sure. so he's taking like, his work yeah 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 but like you know maybe don't if he can if he can afford that yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't know that Zach Ward is lighting the world up uh, with. He isn't. He is in other movies too. Let's I see. mean, he's in the new Christmas story. He's in Postal. Because, yeah, Postal. He's in Blood he's, Lake. He's he's in Postal Four. Like that's where I'm like, okay, well, he clearly doesn't care that much. He just does a lot of. He does. He does. He takes whatever work he can. That's what it looks like. Hundred and I'm glad he's in credits. the new Christmas story. One hundred and twenty-seven oh, credits as an actor. Yeah, and I bet he's living because he's making he's doing That's all these lot. small roles. That's a lot. And he's doing TV show appearances, small horror things. Like I think for him, it's it's a job, right? It's just I'm just acting. Well, it's, I mean that's the dream of being an actor is that it's a job. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I do know what you mean. 127 acting credits is a fucking lot. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, he, I don't think a lot of them are TV shows and shit, and yeah. a lot of them are are like featured extras stuff from what I'm looking at. Uh, it's just, he was on Deadwood. Uh, yeah. So I, I think he's got a distinct face. I see why he has a career. He's got a great face. Yeah. yeah. He he can, he can say a line or two in a, in a full, you know, big budget movie. And I'm again, I'm glad he's in the Christmas story. Um, I hope he's happy, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I, you know, he's, he seems fine. Uh, he definitely never. Yeah, nothing, nothing against the actors in in this movie. He definitely period. was Farkasy in this movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, he definitely brought some Scott Farkas to it. Um, yeah, we haven't even who played Blood Rain. Like, does it even? Oh matter? yeah, she was <laughs> Naticia Malta. Malta. Yeah, she was she, in apparently Lake Placid. So good for her. Okay, she's a Norwegian model and actress. Uh, in the behind the scenes again, Dave. This is the thing yeah, that, she's, will, that will thrill you. She was offered the part by Ewa Bowl, and then like it, it was only like a couple weeks before filming where she called him. She's like, "What part am I playing?" And, <laughs> he, was, and he was like, uh, "Rain." And she's like, "Oh, I thought that uh, what's her name? You know, like I forgot the name of the actress, but the other actress right. was playing her. So, oh no, she can't come back. Basically, so she found yeah. out a couple weeks beforehand that she was the lead of this film. <laughs> That's know? amazing. And she's like, yeah. "I better, I don't know, play the video game or something. I mean, I better yeah. look into it." Yeah, she. Yeah, she. She was in a movie with Jennifer Garner. Yeah, she she's the same as um, Christmas Story. Like she's just working, you know. From she's, what I can tell, looking at her bit. IMDb. Yeah, she's done. She's a fair in fifty-eight bit. movies. Yeah, fifty-eight. Movies. None of them are really striking a 
Like I'm like, no, oh, I think yeah. it's all like, yeah, brief. I don't know, and some Ewe Bowl. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's, again, it's, it's not like, I'm sure they are proud of their work and stuff, but I think for, there's a lot of actors like this, you know, where they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you give me a few thousand dollars, I'll work for like a week or something on this. And like, you're just, you're making your, mo- you're making your money, you know? I'm sure it's fine. It's a great gig if you can get it. Yeah. I mean, as competitive as this business is for everybody, when you're an actor and you get to keep working, it's a good, that's good, you know? Yeah, I don't. I don't hold anything against her. I mean, like, I don't know what the hell she could have done with this role that would have been like, wow, she really nailed it. No, you know? again, that's why it's like you don't blame any of the actors because unless you learn behind the scenes that they had some sort of hand in the creative process, uh, no, there's nothing. You know, this, yeah. Just, yeah, they're just doing the role. They're doing what they're told to do. I still think that Michael Pare or P A R E Pare Pare. Uh, that's the guy who played the the angel that was like the best character in the film. Uh, oh yeah, that guy was all right. That guy was an all right actor. I thought he like he, yeah. he did something with the role at least. Yeah, um, he's trying. He's trying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I Dave doesn't try, respect but... anybody. <laughs> Dave has no compassion I, for these people. It's more of this movie where it's like I think any of these actors are capable of great things. Sure, just not in this movie. Yeah, this... they're not going to be capable of anything in this movie. Yeah, they can try, but I almost respect it less if they try. Then I'm like, oh, why'd you try, man? So by <laughs> so by that logic, you should have tried. Ben Kingsley's performance is the one that's really lit you on fire from this franchise. Yeah, kind of. But yeah. well, Ben Kingsley is a good reminder of like nobody's safe. You know, like, it doesn't matter who's in a Huey Bull movie. Yeah, yeah. It's all bad, so... Yeah. Uh, It's clearly not on the actors. I will say there was never a moment in this film that was the equivalent of Michael Madsen being stabbed to death, which is is my favorite moment in any of the movies you and I have watched together, I think. That was gold. That was was pure gold. Incredible. Just Lazily stabbed, and he's just sad about it. Just sad. Just like, man... Poor Michael Madsen. Just really good. Just like, yeah, just like, so I need my... Yeah, I imagine he maintained that face, went and got his paycheck and left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Undressed, showered with that face. Yeah, just like, man, you know, I used to be stuck in the middle guy. (laughs) Yeah, I I used to be in Tarantino films. I used to chop ears off and everyone remembered it. Uh, Oh, man, that was fucked up. I I can't (laughs) believe there's more of this, Dave. Uh, yeah, the Third Reich one is going to be about Nazis, and it's like, yeah. That's, I, boy, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know, I, I don't know either, Adam. It's, 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 uh, I'm sure it's, after watching this, it was like, okay, the bar, you have to lower the bar. Because this, when I realized, like, this was the set that they had, and this was the film quality, it was like, oh, okay, I'll be lucky if this is, has anything to talk about. <laughs> and I'm glad it did, but these, it's going to be real bleak. It's not gonna be a. It's not gonna be a fun ending to this series. I mean, I just. This yeah. is gonna be like Lord of the Rings if Frodo just died in the volcano. <laughs> That's what Rings. it's gonna be. Lord of the Rings if Sauron got the ring and we just watched that for two hours. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's, this is gonna, fuck. This is a steep, just downhill like tumble we're gonna have. Yeah, it's. Uh, That's all right. I yeah, I'm concerned about what you and I are gonna have to consume here. Uh, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm deeply concerned. I. I I don't know what we're doing it in a couple weeks, right? Like we're doing it. Yeah. So like, at least we'll have a little bit of time to like wash this off. Yeah. Cause to date we're recording this episode before any of them have aired, but the third one 
We're going to yeah, record we'll gotten... after something has aired, right? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. So uh, it will. It won't be entirely unspoilt with uh, with people's reactions to the franchise. Yeah, we'll know what people are thinking about right. us. <laughs> That's right. And also, uh, it, it, it will have occurred to many people by this time that Blubberella is a thing. <laughs> oh, I've already it. gotten tweets about it. Oh, have Since you? Recording this, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, people have um, tweeted at, at me. Um, for the record, when we talked about it in the last episode, yeah. we hadn't announced Bud, Bud Rain yet. Right, right. Now that we've announced it, right, people announced have it mentioned yesterday. it. Yeah. And I, I stand by the, I don't know if I have it in me. I just don't know if I have it in me. I, I mean, also don't know if we have the time, frankly. Yeah, I mean, right, because it's real tight for us. Maybe we can do a special, like, after the new year of Blubberella. <laughs> we just watched or something. Um, Why? Tom, Tom was texting me. Tom was texting me about, like, it was so funny because he hasn't watched Blood Rain. Right. But I got these texts of him, like, Michael Madsen's in this? And it's like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, him, he was, like, slowly man. looking through, like, Googling the movie and looking at details. Like, what is this? Yeah. Michael Madsen was in it, man. It happened. Yeah. We didn't it dream happened. it. We didn't dream it. I, yeah. I really I, I really missed him. I really missed yeah. him in this movie. You know, like, he really grounded it. I like Scott Farkas, but he's no Michael Madsen. No, he's not. It's This you is know? as good as it's going to get. I can't imagine <laughs> the... Uh, what the third Reich one? I can't imagine. So who's going to be in it? The best thing about it is it's an hour and nineteen minutes. It's going to be. That's in, the best it, thing about it's it. It's going to be during World War Two, right? It has to be, right? I mean, someone's in it who plays Hitler. So, actual Hitler. Actual Hitler's in it. They, they, Hitler. Boris Bakel as Hitler. So I don't know, man. Why? That's what why we're dealing this, with here. Okay. Uh, I like, I'm so they got back the actress for Rain. Oh great! Uh, I, I, I'm yeah. I'm more just like, why is this franchise not even? It's not even locked in a time period. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it's Highlander where it's like it's a story of an epic guy living through hundreds of years, trying to like find his destiny. It's not even that. It's just like here's a vampire story that happens in eighteen whatever. Here's one that happens in seventeen or sixteen whatever, and then here's one with Hitler. <laughs> they're different fucking genres what's this one gonna be a spy movie a noir film like like a western it's not the same thing as the first fucking film yeah no it's all no i i do get the idea of like oh it's her throughout time right i guess Um, yeah so do we get blood rain in space is he gonna do it like he'll bring it i don't think he's gonna do anything i want you to know that what the second build person Brendan yeah. Fletcher. Yeah. Uh, he plays the, um, did you see Tideland? Terry Gilliam's Tideland? No, I did not. Okay, then you won't know the significance of this. Um, he plays the mentally unstable, or disabled, sorry, man in Tideland, who is in a very creepy role in that. And uh, he's he's an actor. He's an actor. I mean, he was in a Terry Gilliam film, um, but boy... Uh, he was in The Revenant. Like, looking at this guy, oh, I've seen it's the Revenant. like, yeah, he's in all these, like, kind of good stuff, and then Blood Rain 3. <laughs> so he's probably got a bigger role here, right? I don't know. He's or in, maybe yeah, it's The bef- Revenant. He's or in, it's before. He's, he's in Leprechaun break. Origins, so not great stuff. But What's his name? Uh, Brendan Fletcher. Brendan Fletcher. I need to look at this guy. I don't know. Somewhere. We'll explore him once we get there. He's also in Blubberella. Well, I think Blubberella... Blubberella, I think Blubberella might have been being made like like right back to back with oh, the wait. third one. He was in Blood Rain 2. 
Who's Muller? Who's the character Muller? Muller. I don't know. Let's look it up. Let's, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Let's look it up. Yeah, I guess he's played a different character. I don't know, man. Listen, we're just Googling stuff now, so... We're not going to end I this think, podcast. I think we're... Fucking... I think no. we're done. No. I think no. we're done. No. We're not. Okay. I'm gonna, let's look at... I want to see Brendan Fletcher's fucking face before I say, yes, I agree that I've seen it. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. There's got to be an image. I don't know, man. Oh, is he the fucking priest? Oh, my God. Is he? I don't know. I'm looking it up. I can't... I can't see I don't know, man. I don't... uh, They didn't give us anybody's fucking name. How would I know anybody's name based on these fucking... Goddamn... (sighs) Brendan Fletcher? Brendan Fletcher. Not cutting any of this out. No, if you've listened this far into the podcast... Oh, no, he was Exposition Boy. He was was Jail Boy. Why is he... How is he in the third one? I guess he's in the third one. Well, he died in jail. Yeah. And yeah. now he's going to be fighting the Nazis. I mean, he could be I a don't meth. Know, wow. He could easily be a meth dealer in World War II. Like that's, that's true. <laughs> like that's a hundred percent on the table for this guy. Yeah. So I guess that guy has a career. Yeah, good for him. Good I, for him. He wasn't like it wasn't like he was bad. No. No. I think he's also in the Last of Us show. Jesus, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Like good for all these people, and you know, good for us. Oh, do you- Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if there's one thing that I take away from uh, Yule Bull's uh, blood rain that I think we can all take away from it, it's that, like, there is hope for us, Dave. There's hope yeah, for us. Yeah, you know what? This guy so is doing it. a great it. feeling? We got to be able to do it. It's possible. Oh, Dave. yeah. You know? You know what's a really good feeling? I'm ready, Dave. We're never going to have to watch Blood Rain 2 again. <laughs> never never going to have to. I mean, I tried to explain to my family, who, by the way, I saw them last night, and I'm seeing them again at 5.30 today, which is why I haven't heard How out. are they? They're wonderful. Thank you for asking. Uh, I'll tell them you said hello, and they'll be like, who's Dave? That's uh, fine. I tried to explain to them what I'm doing today, because like, they were like, can you come out early? I'm like, no, I have to do a podcast. They're like, what a, what's the <laughs> podcast about? I'm like, okay, so I'm watching this, sh- this movie called Blood Rain, and then I have to explain it to them, and they're like, why are you watching that? You wouldn't normally watch that, right? <laughs> And I'm like, no, I wouldn't. And they're like, they're like, so is it funny that you're watching? I'm like, it is kind of funny that we watched it, but yeah. like, it's more funny what we say about it. They're like, but couldn't you just say funny things about another thing that you like better? And I didn't have an answer to that, Dave. No, <laughs> like, it's like, like it, I could do that. You're it, right. It's like you, it's like you're trying to explain to a dolphin what an elevator is. <laughs> it's just there's no language that there's it's, there's nothing you could possibly do to they're explain like, this. They're like you could make jokes about anything. Why make it about the worst thing? And I was like. <laughs> pretty good point <laughs> yeah that's a great point i, I am People wasting my life you're right <laughs> yeah no the reason is because there was a pun in the title bud rain that's it that's really what we're basing yeah. it all off of. i love that people have suggested like topics and titles for this this podcast a bunch of them right and yeah. it always comes down to one of us thinks of a stupid pun based on a movie we're like that's it yep. <laughs> that's the one that's it oh it's so bad yeah. Is, we shouldn't be doing podcasts. Nobody, like, no, nobody I, should ever be paying for us to do it. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know if we're good at it. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Yeah, hashtag but you're good at we it. Are. Hashtag you're good at it. If you've hashtag been listening you're up, good at up it up to this point, yeah. Hashtag or hashtag, you're, you're not good at it. Hash, yeah. yeah. Hashtag hang children. <laughs> hang five children. <laughs> so, so okay, let's pick the ones that we're actually gonna keep. So if you've watched it up to the listen to this up to this point, it's hashtag you're good at it, or hashtag hang children, whichever one you'd like yeah. to put on your favorite social media site. 
Yes. Exactly. Oh, Dave, I heard you're. Are you going to post? Are you a post I just, boy? I just. Of a, I'm on post. Um, instead of I hive? would say, I'm on both right now. I'm just waiting to see who comes out victorious, right? Because um, post I will hasn't say let that me I in yet. Post hasn't let yes. me in yet. I would say that format alone, I hope Post wins. Okay. Um, but I will be fine with Hive because Post has a browser version. Yep. You can do like bold and underline and italics. Oh. Like you can do fonts. Yeah. And it generally looks the most, kind of feels the most like Twitter. And it feels the more like serious and plugged in one. Um, and it has an automatic tip function, an automatic paywall where you can actually like put things behind little paywalls. It's everything I feel like Twitter would improve like if Twitter improved itself, it's what it would become more. Um, but ultimately, it's just who goes to the the site the most, right? I mean, so yeah, I don't know. People. It has a waiting list, and I think it's because they just don't want to overwhelm their servers, right? They're trying to like deal with this migration. But I'll say here on the record, and maybe Post has long been destroyed by the time I say this. Could I be. hope I hope Post wins, uh, just based off what I've seen from it. Well, uh, if any of you are listening to this podcast and have not uh, followed uh, Dave or myself, we are uh, findable currently on Twitter and Hive. And, yeah. Uh, and Dave's followable on Post if you're one of the lucky ones who's been teleported into that site. And uh, Dave, do you mind if I plug some things that I do? No, I was going to say, okay. you, you should plug some stuff right Great. now. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to plug uh, my podcast with Michael Swaim called One Upsmanship. It's a weekly podcast about the greatest video games ever made. Uh, it is an artistic examination into what makes a video game work and what makes it great and what makes it matter. And we cover every genre of game. And uh, we decide whether these games should or should not be preserved on a celestial hard drive of 100 games to be found by the aliens when the planet inevitably explodes, probably after yes. the next Yuva Bowl movie. So please yeah. check that out. It's available. It's an iHeart podcast. It's available anywhere. If you listen to it but haven't liked or reviewed it, do that. It helps other people see it. We'd sure appreciate it. Um, I have some other podcasts on the patron, uh, a Patreon called Small Beans. Uh, called Director Peace Theater, and if you, I'll show you mine if you show me yours, and Escape from the Multicurse, all with the Small Beans Network. Feel free to mosey on over there and uh, give us a buck or two if you if you can spare it. And uh, uh, Dave and I are planning movies that one day we'll tell you about, but not today. Yeah. Not today. What uh? What's your Hive account? My Hive. Thank you for asking. My Hive account is at Gans G A N Z. My Twitter oh, okay. is at the Real Gans. Uh, but. Trump really ruined that handle, so now I'm just trying, I'm just trying <laughs> to find at Gans where I can. That's so, fair. But people uh, can follow me on Hive. I'm I'm using Hive more than I use Twitter, really. So. Yeah, I'm starting to. I, I yeah. I yeah. um. So on both Post and Hive, I am at David C Bell. Uh, that's it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm using Hive and Post for like fun. I'm using yeah. Twitter just to uh call elon musk a, a silly you jerk. love you lo you that, love beating on him you I, love it well i haven't i haven't said it out loud maybe this is me dropping this information uh i am not using twitter for anything else anymore yeah, like no neither. cat pictures only to plug podcasts and to basically point out that the, the the elon musk is bad at what he does and it's fun i'm having fun doing it um i also want to plug our patreon for gamefully unemployed where you're listening to this patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed, G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y 
unemployed for five dollars a month you have access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts like tom and jeff watch batman fox Mulder's maniac star trek the next futurama and Spielboys. we have uh if you go to gamefullyunemployed.com you can get a link to our t-shirt store our merch store we have mugs and t-shirts and all sorts of stuff a lot of fun graphics there a lot of, a lot of original designs and you should review us wherever you listen to podcasts um and we do have a twitter at gamefullyunemployed i'm gonna start adding accounts in other places too for gamefully unemployed so if you are leaving twitter you will still be able to keep up with us in the future yeah and, and you should uh, mosey on into the gamefully discord if you haven't or don't oh yeah because that's a fun spot where a lot of people have a lot of fun conversations and uh, yeah uh, they occasionally get bullied by some of the creators because that's what we mm-hmm. like to do Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, and it's a nice community. You guys actually have movie nights every Friday night that people should come check we out. We do. They're awesome. We absolutely do. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think we'll ever do a blood rain. No. I don't think. No. Yeah, I don't think that's fun for for anybody. No, we we have suffered for your entertainment uh, yeah. and for your preservation. Hopefully, right. Gratitude is the appropriate response. So, yeah, in a yeah. lot of ways, we are heroes. Yeah, in all the ways. <laughs> In all the ways. In every way. Put a sheriff badge on me. I deserve it as much as that mm. writer did. Yeah. Right? Fuck yeah, you did. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We both... Th- these, the movie should come with little sheriff badges. Oh, well, yeah. Instead of a fucking video game that it comes with, yeah. the cop... Like, give us a sheriff's badge. Give, yep. I'd absolutely. wear it. You would wear it, I'd too. wear it. I know you would. <laughs> yeah, I'd wear it all the fucking time. You'd definitely Fuck wear it. it. All right. Well, uh, this, that's enough of this. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> Goodbye, enough. everybody. Bye. Bodray is brought to you by the following fantastic Hypecast producers. Mercurial Oz. Driftless wrote Mabel's name in the witch's book in blood. Ombre says Mabel step on me. Heathcliff's helping hemfuls. Conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. James Cameron's prolapse locomotive. Snapper car punches guard in the dick. At nerd numbers. Like the Lurker. Dracula, the bus-driving vampire. Brookway loves the meat mill. David, the knife boot before Christmas hints. Grumble Bee. Screaming Horse Pyramid. Look, Ma, I'm on a podcast. Jay, the crow baron, says give us a crow emoji. Hashtag join the Debra is awesome, Barbara is great, and cancer can go to hell. Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishmentarianism Jones. Rosemary's Baby from Eraserhead. Cheese Killitits. D7B. Breezy, Booezy. Glitteris, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. 
Davy, the ghost of East Las Vegas, Francis. Oh great, it's that guy. Sisters, prophet. Definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Brian Dongos. Bob Grenville. Steven. And Toomey, the confused cyborg. Asking Seven, rest in peace, Michaela, you were the best of us. Evil Ed 209. Menishevitz Multov says economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. Tiger throws Pret Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Then Hecroid. Cody Johnston's time machine noise. Beatful beggar. Follow viral TikTok superstar Jason Badger on TikTok and buy his new book. If this book exists, you're in the wrong universe. Dale Griffith, the shower curtain fella. The midnight patron, what patrons it means. Exploding runes. Into how dig the halls with blood. Vincent with a Y. Rev D. Bootler, Bootlerson. Tux. Ricky Cilantro. Norm from Cheers. No one can hear you scream in space, McNulty. Your mom! Nolan's cornucopia of 2B movies says watch Muay Thai Giant. Jif May's guest station toaster pastries now available at no guest stations near you. AJ. Deep Drizzle Cube 2 Hypercuberito Mouth The ghost of Dave Ghosts are already spooky But I forgot about Halloween Thomas Aaron Burson Christopher Robert Spots Esquire Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling With William Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill Funky J mostly comes out at night. Mostly. Pie guy. Ho 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 ho.